say. What stands before you is the greatest Ring of Honor television champion of all time. But I did not come here to merely be your television champion. I said, hunger is what defines the greats. Will consider me officially hungry. As of tonight, I vacate the ROH Television Championship. Professor, welcome back. It's Wednesday, and well, you know what that means. We're the top of wrestling. We're here for the never-ending season five, and hey, fuck it. ODM. (laughs) It figures the one week I have nothing to say for the intro. You just go right to me, so... That's all fine and dandy. That's why I went to you. I had nothing to say, really. I know, right? We're kind of still in a, you know, uh, shock. We'll just leave it at that, but uh, I am so excited about today's show. Because of the wars? Because of the wars. That, and you have a list that's, a lot in the wars. that's only 10 things long. So that in itself hey, is a welcome. fucking that's reason right. to rejoice. Yes. <laughs> We're doing a top topic this week, and it's the uh, top 10 AEW pay-per-view so far. Um, it's funny when putting the list together, when you kind of look at it, and you're like, well, the company's been kind of shit over this last year. And you're like, well, some of the best pay-per-views have actually been in the last year. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> But we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into our bring it to the table. Uh, we also, again, have the wars. And, of course, we got news. So kick it off. All right. Well, uh, there seems to be some people leaving AEW again. Uh, I see you've got here JR gone from AEW. Last I saw, he was taking a quote-unquote temporary hiatus or something to that effect. So, But, yeah, I mean, I, I've got to have a funny feeling that he is either going to be behind the scenes or out the door, especially the way things are going. Uh, on top of that, we know that Brock Anderson left, uh, heading for NXT, it seems. Uh, I don't know if that's official yet. Uh, Arn Anderson. Man, do a feud with him and Pillman just yeah, right off just the bat. The, just, just for the <laughs> fuck of it, you know. Uh, yeah. Arn Anderson followed shortly after. Uh, and then the Bunny, who uh, has started. Uh, well, I'll save that. Uh, but the Bunny has left. And initially, it was reported that Patron. No, you already teased it. Hey, yeah. I'll do an early fact check. Hey, Buster, thanks for the heads up. He said, just a heads up, Bunny has an OnlyFans account. I said, I may have to actually get an OnlyFans account for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, you're going to end up seeing Blade's dick in her mouth. Do you really want to pay for that? Which one's Blade? The shorter one. Uh, she's married to him. Ah, I could take that. As long as not the big needy man. <laughs> you sure you can? <laughs> wow, there are so many ways I could have went with this. Uh, I'll go with my usual. Sounds like your regular Saturday night. Um, it was initially reported that Butcher and Blade were gone too, but it looks like Fightful and a few other uh, places have confirmed they're still with AEW. 
Um, so keep an eye on that one because there was also reports preliminarily that they were going to show up in Impact or TNA, I guess, now again. That's that's a weird one. Uh, but, yeah, so. Hmm. I mean, Bunny's, oh, well. Bunny, Bunny's probably you know, the biggest one. loss. Yeah, go ahead. The biggest loss is Arn Anderson to me. That's it. That's that's everything else is just, yeah, that's fine. It, it, it's not, though. They haven't utilized him. He obviously was there no. just to collect a paycheck, and the fucking Flair's there. Now he's got a two-year deal just to hawk his energy drink. I don't want, dude, it's okay. You, you know who sent me a message was uh, Lil John. He sent me a uh, a logo or a picture, and it was like AEW with all of our new young and progressive stars, and it's Jericho, Big Show, Flair, Sting, Mark Henry. Edge, and I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking just in ring. Oh, okay. Mark Henry hasn't wrestled in there, but still, yet. Well, Flair hasn't yet. Yet. You know. I still stand by uh, my he's going to have the match with Sting die in the ring and Sting's going to be his pallbearer the next week. <laughs> and then Undertaker. And then Undertaker shows up. Yeah, obviously. Uh, that, that's part of it right there. So, well, another piece of news that I put in there. Top-notch production here, by the way. Uh, Vince McMahon, uh, we talked about him a few weeks ago about, you know, when the whole Endeavor TKO thing came about where uh, some of his uh Shares were going to go up for sale. Well, in the latest TKO SEC filing, Vince McMahon was listed as a, quote, risk fast factor. Jesus Christ. Uh, so the latest filings from the SEC uh, have him listed as a risk factor, uh, a detail that was not present during the last filings in September. Uh, they admit that McMahon's position as executive chairman of TKO's board could have adverse effects in terms of negative publicity and, poten- and potential earnings losses. Uh, a couple days after that statement was released, and, and listen, I'm going to tell you, there was fucking two pages worth of quotes that I was not about to read. Uh, but a few days after that, McMahon has put up 8.4 million of his shares, which is only 38, 30% about of his shares. But uh, yeah, he's put 30%, which is 8.4 million shares up for sale. Hmm. Being a risk factor. Duh. <laughs> that's I know, that's right. the best I could say for that. <laughs> I, I was like, well, yeah. I mean, as soon as I read that as the headline, I go, I don't need to read this. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like, I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we and it was kind of already uh, seemed like it was going that way. Uh, next, next, I'm gonna be upfront with you, man. Your your next bit of news here, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's re- real or not, man. It's I, killing me. I have no insight into this other than what I'm about to tell you. But when I saw it, it had to go in the news. Okay, I then. So now you'll probably. I'm going to let you take over the next couple couple pieces of news after this. So when I do, I'm going to find the screenshot that I saw, and I'm going to send it to you. Okay. okay? All right. Great Muda finds a baby in a mountain and feeds the child green mist. <laughs> I was like, is this a storyline? <laughs> I I have not seen the video, but apparently during uh, the recent episode slash pay per view, I don't know what it was, but it was pro wrestling Noah. It shows Muda in his mask, right? Oh. And he's up in the mountains, and he's chopping wood, and here's a cry. And he finds a baby swaddled in, cl- in cloth. Naturally, being Great Muda, the first thing he does is sprays green mist into the baby's face. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> then they show him holding the baby in his cabin, and he's got a baby's bottle full of green mist. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did he just kidnap his baby? No, he found him. Hey, baby. Oh. Hey, baby. <laughs> I got green mist. mist for you. <laughs> Jesus Ew. Christ. Yeah, what so. The fuck? Exactly. <laughs> so last week, NWA, you know, Coke situation. Oh, my God. Situation. And now, spitting mist into a baby's mouth. I can't wait for next week when the baby does coke. We're going to have to start doing it watching pro wrestling Noah. Fuck. I don't think this is Noah. It wasn't that NWA? No. Uh, well, the coke thing was NWA, but the the Muda thing oh, was I Noah. Said, and, no, pro wrestling oh, Noah. Oh, I thought you said NWA. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Oh, God, the giggles so means you found the picture. So uh, while he's giggling to himself, I got to say, this one, I, it made me laugh when I had to read this, but Carrie uh, Selkin was interviewed. That's the former Ring of Honor owner. And he said he's having a tough time putting it into words. That's one of the things he actually said. He's like, it's just, it's different. Um, he's not happy with it. Yeah, no shit. He said be? that e- even during the lowest times that the uh, the Ring of Honor family ever went through, they still remained a family, and he said that Tony just has way too much on his plate right now. This dude bought and killed Ring of Honor. And there's a great way that you could kill Ring of Honor, by the way. Have a guy come out on TV, defend the championship, and drop it. That's fun. Yeah. We'll get into that. But also this past uh, weekend, I thought this was kind of cool. You know, I had mentioned that Mick Foley made the video for that Katie Ebert's benefit that was going on in Rochester. Um, And I didn't know this, but there was an auction that night, and the winner of the auction got to have dinner with Mick Foley. And he was in Rochester this past weekend and having dinner. So all these pictures are coming through. So it was just, uh, I think that's kind of cool. I've always liked Mick. I think he's kind of one of those. Mick's the man. uh, it's just a. I think he's like a very down to earth kind of humanitarian when you look at him. You know what I mean? Like he's not a dick. Um, it's funny because I just watched an interview the other day where about Hulk he Hogan. Watched the interview talking about him working out thirty years and yeah, one week. Yeah, dude. And, and Foley's response to that, he's like, "You go ahead and ask Steve Austin, The Rock, Shawn Michaels when they wrestled me if uh, if I was in shape." Love that. Damn and right. I, but. How, who could really say anything bad about Mick Foley? You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Why, why did Hogan even have to do that? Exactly. Let, let's see these uh, picture pictures of you coming oh in for Muda. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we found some of our logo this week. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, baby. <laughs> it's funny how often we like to do that, too, so that's perfect. Uh. Hopefully AEW won't copy and do that, but you know how they like to copy a lot of the things that WWE does. Well, they're following along and now taking something from New Japan as well. They're doing the Continental Classic, and it's going to be two groups of six wrestlers, and it's a round-robin tournament. Starts, well, no, I, ooh, I have the wrong date here. I think it's November 25th, whatever uh, the Wednesday is, or mm. 24th, 20, whatever that dynamite is. And will end on December 30th at World's End. So basically, the G1 climax. But yeah, less guys, pretty much, in their version with less with then, less, less talented wrestlers. Oh, totally. 
I mean, it's going to be like orange. Kip Sabian. <laughs> no, I hope not. Um, Omega. It's going to be the guys that we see every week who have already wrestled each other 30 times. Mm-hmm. Or tagged with each other Boo. 30 times. And to make that even better, leave him alone. He's he's already dead. I, can, I didn't think that. I, I, when I heard that Danielson was going to be uh, facing Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, I'm like, probably his first match back. That's cool. Even you said he was probably going to be out to the end of the year. No, let's put him in a round-robin tournament where, oh, six guys, so he has to wrestle five fucking guys. And that's all before we get to Wrestle Kingdom. They're going to kill this fucking guy. Or he loses. He gets screwed or something. It's a count out or some bullshit. I bet you they'll lazy book it. No, somehow. it's not. The, no, but round robin means. Oh, it's a round robin. That's right. Guy. Or they'll drop him out. Yeah. And somebody else will take his place. Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck. Just it's. I'm like, leave him alone. He's only got so much left. He's already like broke his forearm, his orbital bone. I'd wrap the dude in duct tape or in uh, uh, bubble wrap and then just make sure he's safe to get to big matches. I'm already calling Nigel. He's got to do Okada still. Let's see what's left. Maybe one more Omega match. Yeah, possibly, possibly. You got to put him in the same category as uh, Kyle O'Reilly and fucking Adam Cole. Now Bobby fish. Yeah. (laughs) Red dragon. Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) So all of undisputed era (laughs) red fucking. uh, Yeah. Undisputed osteoporosis. (laughs) So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's funny, though, is I actually like the whole Roderick Strong angle where he's in a wheelchair all the time. Adam! <laughs> so terrible. It's kind of, it is terrible, but it's also catching on, like, where I think it's funny. But then goes out to the ring and he's no neck November, neck strong, whatever the fuck it is, and goes right back to the, the wheelchair. It's weird. I I like it and I don't. Uh, but yeah, Danielson is in the tournament. That's all we know so far. Did you happen to see, you know, after last week, Logan Paul winning the U.S. championship? Did you see all of his pictures that he took online? No, but I, I saw references to it. Okay, so he he had the title in bed with him and his girl, uh, like out to places. One of them was naked in a shower with only wearing just that over his... So then he also tried to fucking pawn it, which I thought was funny. He went to uh, a pawn shop like he and he was like for a hundred thousand dollars. Hey, asshole, you're already famous. You don't need to do fucking dumb shit like this to become famous. He's doing it on his YouTube account. I know. But apparently I know. But he officially uh, is done boxing and he's now a full time WWE superstar. And I was like, well. Full-time, meaning he's still going to be a special attraction. That's how they're going to keep treating him. They'll never have him wrestle on Raw. Has he even done a Raw or SmackDown? Oh, like no. Besides promos? Besides promos, I don't think he's done a match. No, just pay-per-views. Or plus. So there you go. Plus. Well, fuck it. Who cares? Hopefully, he will drop the title to Bad Bunny at WrestleMania, like I called. Sean Bea. Uh... Speaking of bad shit going on, here Sonny is about to find out her sentencing for manslaughter. I thought she already got sentenced. Uh, maybe she got convicted. Maybe that's what it was. She got convicted. Right. The sentencing is coming up. Um, I'm betting because of who she is, but also with her past, 
10 to 15 years. Yeah, I'd say 15 Should be more. Yeah. Yeah. It's always sunny in prison. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Oh, sunny side up. And that's going to be a new version. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that's one reboot. All the reboots suck, including that one. <laughs> um. All right. So last week I did send something to you that was on NXT. It was, you know, of course, after we've already recorded and I found out the next day. But it was... Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams in the ring arguing with each other about who took Hayes out. And out comes Lexus King, or, you know, Pillman Jr. And he's getting in the middle of this whole thing. But it's funny, I'm not sure if he caught it, how he had trouble putting his glasses away yep. into his jacket. He just threw and then he just set him down. I was like, yeah. but good move, man. Don't mm-hmm. keep fumbling around. Like, you moved on real quick. Um, and it's funny because when he left the ring, he quickly grabbed him. I noticed that too. I was like, he, he was probably like, don't forget those glasses. Don't forget those glasses. Those are expensive. But the best part about the whole thing was while he's talking and trying to goat the guys, you know, against each other, Trick goes, yo, grown men are talking right now. I, Get out of here. It, <laughs> it, it took it me until, until you started talking about it. It took me until then to realize that's what you meant when you wrote that in the notes. I loved it. My only problem. The grown men talking line, he used it one too many times. He did it three times, three times. I think. Yeah, and I was like, once would have been the best. Yeah. Kind of like the whole, like, if Bianca said to everybody, you don't even go here. Right. If she did it every time, it loses its its luster. You know what yeah. I mean? It, 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 so, that to me, yes, I, I agree. The punch was amazing because Trick went to go punch King, and he moves out of the way just enough where he connects with Hayes and Hayes started to push him off a little bit and then accepted him back. He's like, I find I, I'll, you'll help me up, dude. And I texted this to you. I think I'm gonna have to start watching NXT. This show is looking good. Provided we have access to the CW. Oh, I don't think I do. Oh, well, but, uh, (laughs) this past Monday, uh, just a couple days ago, uh, Nakamura, did you see his vignette that he did? I did. Where he's backstage on a set of steps. It's all red. The whole thing is in Japanese and they have subtitles. Where the fuck has this been? Like, you could have done this so long ago. I also like it when you don't do the subtitles sometimes. Like, Asuka, I don't want to know what she's saying when she's just rolling out words. I think it's hysterical how she just sounds like that. Right. Nakamura, though, he this is the best I've ever seen him look in WWE or even in NXT, how he's his character is, it's late, but I'm going to accept it. It's something. I'll, uh, it's Yeah, it just, it just sucks because I think now we know at the point where this is as far as he's going to go, right? At least in the past, there was like, okay, they could put the title on him. I mean, this wouldn't be out of the ordinary, but now it's... Sounds like he's not. He he. The way he made it sound was, you finish your battle, but I'm going to be the one to end you. And I'm like, maybe he's talking to Rollins, like, because he is going to be in war games, but maybe he'll come after him after that. I, I could be, I could be wrong. I'm just saying that this is uh, it, the best I've seen him look, and I'm Definitely. happy with it because it's it's been a long time. Based on what I, he was tagging with nobodies for a long time. Yeah, based on what I've been seeing, this is definitely his resurgence. Besties looked. I agree with you. Yep. Uh, JD McDonough is officially in the Judgment Day. Damian Priest said that he is the leader of the Judgment Day, and I'm like. Really, wasn't it like Baylor 
first, you know, and then Rhea calls herself that, just going to implode. And you're going to kill They're already thing. building. I can't wait for Dom it. to be like, well, yeah, Dom's going to be like, no, 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 I'm the leader. <laughs> I like Dirty Dom. He's honest to God. He yeah. grew on me. He's great. He, it, I like him as a heel. He Because he's a stupid kid you want to punch in his face anyway. He does the heel character just well, man. Mm-hmm. And he's got a mullet. And he's got natural heat. Yeah. Latino. Uh, Poppy. And then Cody and Jay were trying to get their tag team titles back. and Defending. We got a new member of... What's that? Defending. They were defending their tag titles. No, they already lost them. Hmm. They had already lost them by a couple weeks back to... Oh. Uh, Finn Baylor and Priest. Oh, shows you how much I pay attention. Yeah, it's fine. It's all right. I'll, I'll do the work. Buster. So, uh, <laughs> but Drew McIntyre turned heel and aligns himself with Judgment Day. Is he in Judgment Day? It's one of those things that Rio was working with them, and they I don't remember if they actually shook hands or if they just nodded at each other at the top of the ramp, but uh, at the very least, it's an alignment. I don't think they officially accepted him as part of the judgment David, that might be where part of the rift is, is that, you know, priest first hated McDonough, but priest is the one that welcomed him in and Rhea welcomed in drew. So maybe that's the beginning of the rift right there. It's like, well, why'd you fucking bring him in? Oh, you know? co- so we'll see. Here we go. It's going to be the NWO versus the wolf pack. We're going to oh, have two boy. different types of judgment days going on. <laughs> Let's hope not. Uh, well, he's probably going to be in the war games match. And my money says they are going to wait all the way until November 25th for us to find out who the fifth member of the face team will be. Well, everybody's probably going to want it to be CM Punk. There was rumors of Orton coming back, but I don't think it's happening anytime. I mean, a lot of the stuff I'm seeing that really uh, they're really heavily pointing to Orton right now, especially since a lot of people are thinking it's CM Punk and people are freaking out. Um Yeah, I mean, at this point, CM Punk's even just trolling people on his fucking Instagram and everything. He, he's buying into it. Let's pivot for a second, okay? What if he's the devil? Punk? Yes. Well, I was going to talk about that later, but we I won't go to... on this line. Let's go down this line. Okay, we'll get yeah. then let's get to it. Then let's get to it in a couple minutes. Yeah. We're almost let's there. Let's go down this line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on SmackDown, Santos Escobar finally turned on Rey Mysterio, yeah. which I think we both called. We knew how it was going to happen. I'm surprised it took Something this Something I long. failed to mention is... I know. Well, and something I failed to mention was that uh, Ray in the match against Logan, when Logan cheated with the brass knuckles or whatever that he was using for the punch, Santos took him from Logan and then just set him right on the apron to go chase off uh, uh, Logan Paul's lackey. And just like gently set him on the apron. I'm like, well, he cost Ray the match. Okay. And on SmackDown, Carlito came out and was basically like, he's the one who cost you it. And finally, Santos snaps. He is heel. Uh, so finally, like you said, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a little late, but okay, we're there. Yeah. The alliance, I'm waiting to see how this turns out. Uh, damage control grew by not only one with Carrie Sane, but also Asuka. Yep. Did you see how she turned? It was it was pretty cool. She was tagging with Charlotte and Bianca um, against Carrie Sane, Io, and Bailey. Yes, uh, because Dakota, I think Dakota is still out hurt. Yep. Uh, but she was there at ringside. 
she was the one that was like, we could all be together here in unison. And in the match, or finally in the uh, in the match, Asuka hasn't tagged in yet. And finally, when Bianca jumps to give her that hot tag, she pulls back ah. and goes in and starts to beat down on Bianca. And her and Kari Sane hug. And crowd really liked it because and they're former tag champs with each other. Yeah. Um, you know, good friends and everything. So, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. And, they, you know, I thought it was both Bailey and Sasha that took uh, carry out, but they showed the footage. It was it looks like it was only Bailey that did it, hmm. the actual beatdown uh, of her beating her up against the uh, a cage that, in the back, or unless they just only showed so much, it, which is probably it. Yep. You nailed it. Yeah. Uh, but now they're all together. I wonder if we're going to get a women's war games match. Probably. Why not? We always double down on everything else. Pretty much. You know, can't have just one money in the bank winner. Going to have two. Uh, it was funny because they were showing the sports team titles, the championship titles, like you showed me the Buffalo Bills one that time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that you sent me. Uh, Kevin Owens was sitting at the announcer's desk, and he's wearing his KO shirt, but a very nice uh, flag, red, white, and blue tie, I believe, because it was Veterans Day. Near Veterans Day or on uh, a couple Day. days yeah. after, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So he, uh, but it was funny because they're showing the championship titles, and he goes, and you know what I won't do? I'm not going to wear it in the shower because I'm not a freaking psychopath. Referencing Logan right. Paul, which I thought was hysterical that he even said that. I thought it was great. Um, so, but let's get to Dynamite. I mentioned it briefly. Samoa Joe faces Keith Lee, retains the TV title. And then just vacates it in pursuit of the world championship. Now, look, at I get it. I'm fine with that. But I don't know. I mean, you've been, I'm the most dominant TV champion ever. But goodbye. I don't. It's, it was weak. I, yeah. But it's, you better be putting the championship on him right now. But the problem is you do a freaking uh, video a video package of Wardlow taking a sledgehammer and beating the shit out of a tire, and he keeps going, I'm coming after MJF. So he's going after him. Meanwhile, this dude is uh, dealing with Bullet Club. It's way too much going on, so him even laying that championship down, I think, was premature, unless you're putting the championship on him this Saturday, and Joe's the fucking devil under the mask. Okay. I, I'm just saying. I, like, I'm okay it, with half of that. Put the title on him. Because at this point, what, what I, I don't mean... At this point, what are you doing? What are you doing? You can't. MGF is MGF. They're literally putting the uh, company on his back because they're trying to get everybody over by having him work with uh, with MGF, and it's it's not working. It's not working. You're overloading the kid, and just let him take a step back and let him work his way to the top again, and then he can turn heel on his way back to the top and face the the face champion who took the title off Joe later down the line. Pretty simple, right? Uh, the whole thing. Well, that's logic, and that's an right. issue for anybody who does a lot of it. There it is. Uh, Mariah May made her debut backstage. That's a way to debut, just in a quick promo with RJ City. Uh, if you don't know who she is, she was in stardom. Mm-hmm. And 
she said, the reason I'm here is because Tony Storm's here. She went to Japan, so I went to Japan. She's here, so now I have to be here. And I go, it's a Trish Stratus, Mickey James angle. Uh-huh. It's the single white female. That's going to happen. What's funny is she kind of fucking looks like Tony Storm in a way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think it'll... Which think it'll... I'm okay, it, fine, but again, recycling things too much. Yeah. Think she's going to grab her by the snatch at the end of a match? I made that up. I was trying to find something that would have been able to rhyme, and I was like, I'm not fast enough. <laughs> this is why I was never a good rapper. Only if you bring in Ellie Catch. I'm not a dope rapper. Ooh, nice. I still can't. Fuck. <laughs> when you're done, make sure you light a match. <laughs> All soon the plan will hatch. Hey, all right. Now we can okay. move on. Okay, let me move on before I ruin it. Uh, all right, so... At the end of MJF uh, having his world title match, because, of course, he has to defend it weekly. I think he was defending it. Now I can't even remember, but he had a match. And he closes out. No, I take that back. I'm sorry. It was Mark Briscoe versus Jay White in the main event. And if Briscoe won, he gets uh, the the title shot against MJF this Saturday. Why even put that stipulation on? Exactly. Mark Briscoe? No offense. I mean, I fucking love the Briscoe. Absolutely. Come on. Um, by the way, can you believe we're almost a year from that, man? Oof. Almost a year from Jay passing. Yeah, terrible. I'll, I've Man, my phone was dead for hours, and I finally got to turn I it on, and I saw that. And yeah. you, I remember you rocked my goddamn world on that. I was like, you just, like, it hurt. I'm like, I just watched this dude, a, like, a week ago in the double dog collar match. So anyway, um, so MJF comes out and basically knocks down the gangbang club, and then... Lights go out, and you see a video on or a uh, on the, the Titantron first. They kind of show you from afar, but then they go right into it. Four masked men. Look, I'm just saying this is not like in any like racist way. They all seem to be white. I'm like, if you're trying to figure out who they are under the mask, they all right see, see a little bit of just skin. eyes. Yep. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. I was like, I'm trying to figure out who it is. I even slowed it up to see if I could just maybe see if I could figure out the eyes. And with the Bullet Club being out there, that just took away guns and juice. Because remember, we had that possible theory that it was them doing this. So it's not. I'm still not putting it past Taven, Roderick, and even Adam Cole. Uh, you know what I mean? I, that crew. Maybe. But I still don't know. But then after... These four guys beat the living piss out of the acclaimed. They throw Anthony Bowens through a sugar glass window, Marty Jannetty style, <laughs> uh, except his whole, his whole body went through. Actually, pretty good. It was he. If you watch it, dude, let was that into the was that into the room that had no doors or windows in it? It was literally just a room yep. behind a window, just one big glass, and then it was just a, a <laughs> table sitting there for no fucking reason, or like a desk. It was weird. Uh. And then the camera goes out, and then you quickly see the devil mask guy. He wasn't there. He, you just see the devil mask guy for a second. And then MJF goes running out of the ring. And what's crazy is when he gets to the back, he starts like basically crying like a bitch. He was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I, you just uh, didn't want to be with these guys for a month when they said they would be your partners against the gangbang club. And all of a sudden you want to cry over them. But then 
MJF appears. I'm Jesus Christ. Then uh, Joe. Samoa Joe appears, and he goes, "Gee, Max, looks like you're running out of friends. <laughs> Are you?" And then walks away. <laughs> so there's no way he's the devil mask guy because we saw the body type at whatever end it was. What was it? That shit the don't matter, though, man, because they'll change dynamite. it. There's a fucking black scorpion in it. <laughs> I mean, for real, they'll black scorpion in it. And that's basically what they're doing when you think about it. Here, here's let's let's Probably. let's run down some possibilities here. Okay. Okay. Wait. My question is this: Does it happen this Saturday night? He doesn't like to drive. Go home. Dynamite. Short, short term, short term. Fucking uh, story booking with this guy. He doesn't do anything on the long term. So I figure it's going to be sooner than later. You know what I mean? He's not going to drag so it on too possibly long. Possibly this Saturday possibly. night. Okay. So here's so okay. So first and foremost, let's get the wishful thinking out of the way and let's uh, take the uh, option that gives actually gives Khan credit. Maybe it's Punk. Maybe it was all a work all along, and you were there, and you were there, and you were there, and it's Punk. Not going to happen. We know that. But it's fun to talk about in the hope. If that, that actually happened, you needed to take Jungle Boy, Joe, Tony, and Punk, put them all in a room, mm-hmm. and plan out the Montreal screw job, basically, and be like, this is what's going to fucking happen, right. and it's all going to leak out, and I'll be gone for a month, or a couple months, yada, yada, yada. I don't see, I don't see it happening. either. I, I think don't see it Punk either. is a great mastermind, but, yeah. but Tony, there's no way. So... And the other thing is, who was it originally going to be, right? So here's the other thing, too, right? It could be Jack Perry. He's been off suspension. They've been waiting. They've been waiting. And, you know, fuck it. Let's put him in the mask. Makes no sense. People hate him even more because of it, right? It could be him. Uh, It could be Adam Cole because it seemed like that's really what they were going for. But here's the thing. He can't hop around. Even if you unmask him later or, you know, even sooner, he he can't fucking walk. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. So the last two options, one, it's MJF. It's just MJF, and he's just fucking with everybody. Blue Blazer style. Right? Ooh. Right? Okay. All right. All right. So there's that. Or, and this is, and this is the, <laughs> the fucking whole promotion did that too. <laughs> the last one, and the one that bugs me the most, and unfortunately, I think it's something that Tony would do. Go ahead. Can I guess yep, who, go ahead. who you think it is? Guess. Old TK himself. Oh, no. I wasn't going to say that, and it better not be him. Oh, if it really? Because this is we're not, what I if, see right if, now. If it is, we're not watching AEW, and I'm not talking about it on this fucking podcast anymore. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's this. It was me, Maxwell. <laughs> it was me all along. Let's, let's, I'm telling let's you. hope not. No. My, my What I was going to say. Okay, is, so wait. Hang on. Go ahead. Let me see if I can take another real guess at your... Nah, it can't be Edge. I don't know who. Britt Baker. What? <laughs> what? Adam Cole's girl. What? Tell me. And I hope all four masked assailants are women too, and they've been beating up tell men. Tell me if you couldn't wouldn't put it past Tony Khan to do it. Well, we no, were gonna I have we were gonna have like... Adam Cole under there, and Adam Cole can still be the mastermind, but she could be the puppet because he can't walk. I would see him do. What else has she got going on? You know what I think they're also going to do, though? They're going to play this aces and eights style. They're going to reveal Shoot somebody in the back of the head member like oh. ev- <laughs> they're going to reveal a masked member like one by one. 
I have a feeling that if they don't do it this Saturday, we'll get one person with their mask like ripped off during a fight and you're like whoa oh my god what is ddp doing here <laughs> just whatever first guy came to my head and the devil will be the very last one we see but it'll be like months stretched apart. <laughs> what if it's like, rick flair races and eights and tna <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. black scorpion it would make all the sense in the world <laughs> listen tony i got this idea before i come in it worked before it's gonna work again <laughs> Remember we used to like watching <clears throat> Collision? That was a thing we used to do. Uh, when CM Punk yeah. was there, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, it's funny because Kevin Kelly signed on to do that job with Collision. He's no longer with Ring of Honor. He's fulfilled, or uh, with uh, um, New Japan. He's fulfilled all the rest of his dates. He no longer works with New Japan because he came over thinking that Collision was going to be a great thing to work with. Yeah. Boy, was he right. And on said show, Adam Copeland... Darby Allen and Sting prepping for their full gear match took on and defeated Lance Archer and the righteous. And apparently CJ Perry just, she manages Andrade now, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Are her and are him and Charlotte not together? Did I you know, I heard there was a right red report a while ago saying that they might be on the outs, but I haven't seen anything that they got divorced. So. No, uh, Let's quickly just run down the full gear card. Uh, your pre-show match, which, by the way, typing it out, I was like, there's way too many matches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's killing me. Uh, the Ring of Honor tag titles, of course, will be on the line because it's AEW. On the pre-show, as the guns take on MJF, and right now they're kind of saying in question mark. Maybe he'll have a partner. Maybe he won't. Um I just hope that they take the titles from him and we can at least move on from there in this whole one-man defending tag titles. Look, if you were supposed to keep your storyline going with Adam Cole and he broke his fucking ankle, let the titles go. Yep. And I'm not talking to MJF. I'm talking to Tony. Uh, But let's go backwards here. We got Sting, Darby Allin, and, well, I wrote Edge, but Adam Copeland taking on Christian Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. Can I I stop you? I wonder if his mom's going to be there. (laughs) I hope so. More entertaining, more entertaining than the match. Uh, did you hear Cor- Corny's new nickname for Nick Wayne? <clears throat> no, Nick Plain. <laughs> that's, oh my god, that was pretty good. Man, I don't want to start using it and like steal it, but that's we use all the spot other ones, on. Yeah. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Oh man, uh, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, the Golden cool. Jackoffs, are going to be taking on the Young Bucks. The whole promo backstage took way too long. It was, you know what? There's a show that happens to be this Saturday. And oh, you know what? It happens to be in our hometown. Oh, you know what? It, it happens to be on pay-per-view. Oh, it, motherfucker, just say, hey, let's meet this Saturday. Yep. Move on. And it's funny because I think I told you last week when I read the thing, uh, Young Buck might be turning heel. I don't think anybody ever considered him face. Nope. Uh, and it's funny because Chris Jericho says, and if we beat you, we get your guaranteed tag title shot. They still have this tag title shot. They haven't taken it. There's a tag title match this night, by the way. Three other teams are involved, and it's not the Young Bucks. Why they are even? Why they even win at Wrestle Dream is beyond me. Still, because they had to put themselves over. Yeah, guys couldn't even imagine a fucking target. <clears throat> Think they're in Reseda. Uh, but if. Omega and Jericho lose. 
the Golden Jets have to disband? Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry, the team from one month's total span? Yeah. Oh, okay. <sighs> TBS title, Chris Statlander. Gotta say, they did a close-up on her. Not appealing on the eyes. Uh, versus Julia Hart versus Sky Blue. Now, they've been having this thing go on with Julia Hart, and she's had more time on TV than anybody else in the House of Black. Yeah. She's, like, trying to possess Sky Blue. I don't know. And she's fighting with Willow Nightingale. It's all a mess. It's it's all crap. Uh, there's a four-way uh, match for the tag titles, and it's going to be Ricky Starks and Big Bill taking on FTR versus Kings of the Black Throne versus La Faction Ingridonable. Um, is Kings of the Black Throne? It's just Malachi and Brody, right? I guess. I have no fucking clue. Okay. Because then House of Black is if you had Buddy Murphy in there. But I think that's, this is a team that was. So I believe that's who's in this match. Either way, I don't know. Yeah. This, this is, I can promise you I am not purchasing this pay-per-view. Agreed. Uh, you know what we don't get enough of? Texas death matches. I feel like we do not get enough of them. It's got to be. And since we're in California, yeah. <laughs> let's do a Texas death match. With a cowboy from Maryland. <laughs> with butterflies on his uh, pants. Yeah. Look at the pretty ball, Chew. Against Swerve Strickland, number two. Not only is that our number two match, we have another number two match. I'm not even just saying it because they're actually promoting it that way. Moxley and Orange Cassidy, two, for the international championship. I'm pretty sure both of these matches were on All Out. <laughs> like, yeah. Pretty, or no, one was Wrestle Dream, I believe. Uh, but either okay. way, my point is we're just. Recycling shit. Uh, the AEW Women's Championship is on the line with Hukaru Shida taking on Timeless Tony Storm. It was a great interview where uh, Tony Shivani is in the middle interviewing both Storm and Shida in all black and white. She's got Luther with her now. Yeah. Dr. Luther or whatever. Yeah. Um, and her line was great. Um, I. I couldn't make history, so I became history. Um, and, of course, always ends with the chin up, tits out, and always watch for the shoe. And please put the title on this girl. You man. have to. I, it's, if there's anything that you can at least do for me on this entire pay-per-view, just do that. Actually, it's simple. Yeah, now Riho will probably come out. They'll make it a triple threat, and Riho will win. Oh, my God. Riho! <laughs> And then AEW World Champion, we got MJF taking on Jay White. There's no way Jay White's taking this championship. Wouldn't put it past him, so, but no. no. All right, so over under on the masked assailant showing up for this match. Not being revealed, but maybe at least showing up. Like actually in rank. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a good chance. I give it a 75% chance. I think you should. Again, again, if you're going to close out your Dynamite this week with that, you might as well. It's kind of pointing like you want to do that. If you don't do any sign of it, it's kind of, well, why'd you do it? Mm -hmm. You know? But like you said, week-to-week booking, it's probably fucking Britt Baker. Oh, my God. Hey, man, any uh, fact-checking you want to do with Buster? Yeah, well, I mean, it's all based on uh, stuff that you had brought. You had asked him to sky uh, sky check you. I was thinking about Sky Blue. I mean, there's... You know, you can't blame me for that one. Uh, You were talking about the IC title reigns between The Miz and Dolph Ziggler. 
And, uh, well, Buster got back to us via our socials on Instagram. Everybody else should do the same. And uh, Miz has had eight intercontinental title reigns uh, for a total of 597 days. Ziggler has had six reigns. I don't know why it says regions. Uh, For a total of 363 days. I didn't even see it says regions. I was like, yeah, there rains. Oh, fucking autocorrect. That's how uh, oblivious I am. Yeah, well, that makes two of us. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, you know what's funny is last year I promised that, you know, if something spe- spectacular happened, I would go through a wooden-shaped thing. But I don't think we're going to make it there this year either. So uh, let's just get the table. <laughs> Just bring it, bitch! Oh my gosh! I got it. I got it. Boo! (laughs) (laughs) It's under control. I got it. This one's on me, guys. It's my bad. My bad. Uh, you're probably gonna want to go first. (laughs) You think you're gonna go a little long? I'm gonna do some storytelling too. I'll try to keep it short. So, you familiar with? uh, Well, I don't even know where to start this story. <clears throat> Rooney. You ever read the three little Rooney. pigs? Oh yeah. So uh had a bit of a, a, a rough a middle of the week. And when I say rough, completely self-inflicted, nothing bad. Wednesday night is dark nights. Tied one on, maybe. Uh Thursday <laughs> night after bowling, I figured, you know, we'd just go home. Wife wanted to go to the bar with some people. All right, I'll have a beer and some apps and we'll go home. Uh, no, then I got a text from Wheezy and his wife. They wanted us to stop by because they were already in the bag, so we were there till like three in the morning. <laughs> I woke up at 10 a.m. on Friday when I had to work. And we were going to an Amherst game. It's like, okay, fine. So I know. So I'm like, all right. So we we fucking, we get to the Amherst game. It took forever to get food. I'm hungry as fuck. I'm still hungover. I'm just miserable. I just want to get to the seats. You familiar with uh, Cedric the Entertainer on Kings of Comedy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He talks about, you know, all the white people. You know, they got here early because they know us black people. We'll take their seats. Right, you know, and he's like, white people live by a different type of mentality. They live by the I wish or I hope credo, right? I hope nobody's sitting in our seats. They don't want to have to get the usher, but they will, right? And black people have a different (laughs) philosophy. It's the I wish philosophy. I wish a motherfucker would be sitting in my goddamn seats. And he fucking does the thing. And here's the thing, man. I live by that credo myself. I am a pacifist at heart. I am non-confrontational. But when it comes to fucking ticketed events, I wish a motherfucker would be in my seat. No right? shit. That, that is just how of I all am. all the things. Man, I remember one night at a bar for one of my gigs, I was like, yo, I think this guy is going to throw down. You oh, I was. Like, no, yeah. no, I don't need to. <laughs> no, but I was but ready I was to bounce, like, but. but well, no, but you're like, I don't think I really need to get involved. But next time I'll be like, yo, he sat in your seat <laughs> right. that you paid for. Yeah, no, 100 <laughs> percent. So so here's the thing. So the food took so long by the time we're walking up the steps. Uh, we're at Blue Cross, right? You know, it's it's the 100 and the 200s, mm-hmm. right? We're walking up the 200s and motherfucker, somebody's in our goddamn seat. Here I am holding my food. I'm hungry. I'm hungover. I got to wait for the anthem to be over before I can sit down and start eating. But now I got to talk to these assholes first. Nobody's sitting behind them. So I tell them, wife and the kids, let's just get in there and we'll sit. And the whole time, I'm not paying attention to the anthem. I'm looking at my tickets. I'm looking at the section. Because you know, at the back of the section, right on the wall, it shows you the number. Right? Blue circle. Blue circle. There you go. I look at the row, I look at the seat numbers, I do that four times just to make sure 
that I know what I'm talking about. At the men's, I lean over, I go, oh, excuse me, but uh, you're in our seats. This bitch immediately goes, no, we're not. My husband has the tickets. I go, fine, bitch, I got tickets too. Damn. I didn't say, I didn't say bitch. I didn't call her a bitch, but I, I, I said it like that. I literally said it. I said, I said, bitch. <laughs> now I go, I got tickets too then. So what? So we pull out the phone and he's like, oh yeah, yeah you're in section 215. And I go. By the way, he's looking up yeah. and down, up and down to all the people who wonder if we just went. So then I, so, I didn't fuck so up this podcast it. today. I promise you. I may have forgot last week's uh, song at the end for some fucking reason because I had to get soul glow in there. But he's looking around at us. So, so, so I pointed out and he's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh my God. I'm like, and I just start laughing because at this point I'm like, whatever, man, just get the fuck out of here. So whatever. So <laughs> and he's apologizing. Off, I'm like, dude, it's happened to me before. No worries about it. I'm like, I just want to eat my food. And so he scuffles out. Lady didn't say shit to me. She just walked away. But I must have made an impression on how I said what I had said because there are two kids apologize to me. <laughs> And then as soon as they walked away, I just looked at her. I go, fucking bitch. <laughs> and I sat down and I... You know what it is? <laughs> That's not the first time moms put on a fucking spectacle with a parent. Probably. <laughs> and they're used to apologizing. Probably. Oh, That's she exactly definitely seemed like a parent. I'm like, yeah, I bet you feel like a dumb bitch now. Hmm. So anyway, that's my story. Oh, that's funny. We, I have a tiny little Karen part of a story in mine. So... We all remember what I said I was doing the day after our show. I went to my second Micromania. And, okay, look at This has some ups and downs. Mostly ups, but this is this one gets kind of funny, all right? You know I'm in Cali, so you know what's up when it comes to chicken nuggets. So, I was ready. Now, I had to do about an hour drive from Salinas to Santa Cruz. And, you know, it's, it got dark, right? Because of the, uh, the daylight saving. So it's, it's windy roads and on a freeway. It's, it's kind of a lot at night. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like when I was heading there, this thing I told you didn't begin till nine. So I get there. I, I, it took me forever to find a fucking parking spot. Doors open at eight. Thing goes, uh, goes on at nine. I could not find this goddamn place for the life of me. And then I finally find it. And then I had to figure out parking. Finally find parking. And the thing says that up until eight o'clock, you have to pay for the parking at one of those uh, machines. And you had to put in what your space number oh, was. And I'm like, it's 25 minutes. Do I, or do I not? And I go, just fucking do it. Cause the last thing I need to do is come out here after the show. And my car is going. Yep. So I just pay for the parking real quick. I go in and I, I get up to the ticket booth. It says, please wait five minutes. I go, okay. Just waiting. There's people all standing outside. Some people, like I had a dude in front of me with an NWO hat. Just a lot of people all over. Finally, someone comes to the window. Must have been taking a break. And I go, hey, one for Micromania. He goes, we sold out 15 minutes ago. And I go, what? So I'm now thinking about all of my fucking parking that issues that I did, right? And I didn't even fucking take time to have a chicken nugget. I said, I'm going to go get my ticket, come back out and get ready. I don't need to go in at 8 o'clock. I got a fucking ticket. I'll just go in whenever. And I go, for real? He goes, yeah, I go. And I don't know why I did this. Because sometimes when you hear someone say something out loud, you're like, Yo, you're fucking stupid. Why would you even ask that question? But I go, yo, it's just just one. Why did I ask that? Why? 
Why? Why would I even say just one? It's sold out. What fucking ticket is he going to hand right. me? It didn't occur to me till later that I said that. Like how Then when I said it, I was like, you're fucking stupid. Why? Why? What are you? Who the fuck <laughs> yeah. are you? You know who I am? I don't know. <laughs> so I was like, God damn, man, I drove an hour to get here. So uh, I, I messaged Billy, the guy that uh, I met, the, the owner, him and his wife. Well, first time, and you remember all that story. Um, this guy's like a six two former wrestler. He used to tag with uh, Heath... I can't remember his last name. Slater? It's uh, Gangrel. Gangrel. But, um, oh. You Slater? No. I, I, no, <laughs> no. No. Um, Gangrel. But anyway, he and he's married to one of the midgets on the roster. And I, and I think I may have told you that last time. Apparently not. The, the big eyes you got going there. Apparently not. So this, uh, oh, this is going to be a good story. So I just messaged him and said, because I messaged him. Two days before and said, just found out you guys are going to be in town, man. And we're Facebook friends. He and I talked about doing some, uh, he needed someone to do some marketing work for him. And I told him I could help him out. And he ended up finding, I think, someone else doing it, obviously. But um, so I just messaged said, hey, man, uh, found out that you guys are completely sold out. So I guess I won't be seeing you tonight. Have a good show. So I was like, God damn, man. And I headed over to my car. Decided to have a chicken nugget to calm myself the fuck down because I was like, I got a whole, a whole other drive back now. This is going to be a shit show. And it was funny because my wife was like, you, you, she was hanging out, having some wine and shit. And, and I was like, and she's like, oh, that's right. You're not going to be able to have anything with me right now because you got to drive. And I go, yeah. So I'm like, and I'm sitting there just going, I could have just stayed at home, had a nice drink, not went anywhere, not spent two hours on the road tonight. But motherfucker, here we are. <laughs> um, and I go, fuck it. You know what? I saw five guys that was on the corner of that nice. spot. And I go, I'm going to walk Spend over. Spend another $100. Burger. Yeah, right. <laughs> just got a burger. Um, and as I'm sitting in there eating, Billy messages me and says, I can get you in if you could just pay me directly. I said, uh, well, I don't have cash. Do you use PayPal? He said, no. Do you use Venmo? I said, mine was compromised. Wow, we're at a fucking stalemate here. And I go, does the place have an ATM? I really hate that I'm asking you these fucking questions while you're in the middle of getting ready for a show. And right. Um, and he goes, you know what? I'll put your name at the, the door and get in and then go to the merch table and I'll take care. She'll take care of you there. You just pay her with your card, with your debit card. I go, fucking A. No shit. So I get in and I... Uh, They've already started letting people in, right? And they're in line to get checked for IDs and all that shit. It's a 21 and over show. A 21 and over show. I'm going to say that one more fucking time. 21 and over. This place is built like anthology. Okay? You've been inside of anthology in Rochester? the last time I was in there. So, basically, it's like a big steel-like looking room, right? Where uh-huh. And then uh, when you go all the way in, the, the stage is at the furthest part sure. of the spot, and then it's all floor. Yep. Okay. So, and, or even like how Water Street used to be, kind of shit yeah. like that, or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so I I go into the the door, or to the ticket thing, and a security guy goes, you, you need to get a ticket? I go, yeah, I'm actually, uh, and he goes, wheel call? I go, sure. And... <laughs> The girl, I go over to the ta- or to the window, and she goes, wheel calls over around the corner. I go, no, actually, I was told she goes, wheel calls around the corner. I go, hang on. 
And I go, fuck, she said it so many times that you pissed me off and I forgot what I was going to say. You know, like, hey, Billy wanted me to get a hold of you. And I go, I, um, and I just happen to look down. There's a post-it note. And I go, that's me. <laughs> this is Mark Fantasia. <laughs> and, and she goes, oh, okay. All right, yeah, here. And she stamps my wrist. Which, by the way, two showers it took to actually get that motherfucker Jesus. off my wrist. I don't know what, what kind of permanent marker that shit was. Anyway, I go in. And I go up to the merch booth, and I see his wife, Tiffany. She's Tiffany Payne. That's her, her wrestling name. And I go, hey, Tiffany. I go, my name's Mark Fantasia. Met you in Flagstaff. She goes, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because friends with her on Facebook. And, and she goes, uh, and I go, Billy told me to see you. And she goes, about what? And I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> I got to explain this again? <laughs> right. And I was like. I didn't get here in time, and I was supposed to get a ticket. And blah, blah, blah. she goes, "Okay, hey, let me just text him." So she does, and then just mess- she goes, "Hey, come on over here." Uh, pulls me back over. I pay, put it right in the machine, just like I bought a shirt. You know what I mean? Sure. Except I didn't buy a shirt. Bought my ticket, and I'm in. I don't know. I don't know what, what where I was supposed to go. There's a balcony. That was a cool thing. I sent you the video of it. Right? It had kind of a Hammerstein looking feel to it. People, it was a standing room only on the balcony. Oh, okay. But. Um, on what would be your music stage had riser type bar tables. So like your mm. like if you wanted to have drinks hanging there, and then you have your floor seats. And no one told me where I was supposed to sit. I just fucking found the first floor seat I could find. But um the front row, you have to have a wristband. Ah, okay. And good reason for it. We'll get there. I found myself a fucking third row seat up against this wall that was in the back. It was like only three rows for this one side of the of the ring, and I was on an end seat, and I'm like, I think I'm okay here. It's fine. All night. Never had a move. Not a, not a bit. What time does the show start? Nine. 45. <laughs> All buzz is out the fucking window. Yeah. We are gone. Everything I have is just, and I'm like, I'm not drinking, so... Um, and they were serving like hard liquor there too at this bar because it was a, it's a bar. And damn, there's no reentry fee or no reentry. And I see a guy light up his fucking joint in the middle of this goddamn thing. Uh, and I go, what? You're in Cali. Could have brought mine yeah. in. I didn't bring a, a pen, anything. Fuck, nothing, nothing. Yeah, well, rookie. So just as the show's about to get started, I did a little video for you, you know, and I sent that over to you to show you what it was like because the crowd was hot dude they were popping all night how many people is your first time at micromania most of the plays went nuts so you know or even seeing midget wrestling the music prior in a compilation the oompa loompa song some funny comedy song about how he's too short and at dick level it was kind of it was like a half acoustic kind of country song is that randy newman um could short be people might could be actually we'll, we'll have to look that up um the wizard of oz song and uh the dwarf song from my uh, sleeping beauty yeah so then billy gets in the ring he gets on the mic and here's the thing man i think i told you this before there's no guardrails around their ring right you when you're sitting there you're pretty goddamn close right and they get you very up and close into the action. Billy gets in the ring and first says, if everybody could please remove their hats, we are going to have the singing of the national anthem. Fuck. 
I am wearing a hat. I know this is going to look like shit right now when I do this. Because when I wear a hat, my hair just gets all matted and sweaty and disgusting looking. I I was already kind of irritated about that. But anyway. So, right before the show starts, these girls come flying over and sit on the floor in the aisleway. All wearing white shirts that they hand wrote, we love midgets and micromania and shit like that. I'm thinking to myself, maybe they work here. Were they midgets? What's that? Okay. No. No, no. (laughs) But I think they may work at the bars. At this point, I'm thinking it's like that. They're pretty young. And they're sitting right next to me. And I'm like, and one keeps bumping into me. She goes, I am so sorry. I'm like, but just if he didn't do it, you wouldn't even have to apologize anymore. But whatever. (laughs) Billy gets in the ring. He's starting to talk to everybody. And he says, let me tell you something about why this show is happening as is. We were supposed to be in Berkeley. And you want to know what? We did a documentary that's about to hit major streaming platforms very soon, which I remember him talking about and doing filming and all that shit. And Berkeley said to us, we got wind that you guys use the word. Oh, it's the university fucking woke ass kids. We asked that you don't. Yep. We asked that you don't use that word. And he goes, do you know who doesn't get offended by the word midgets? The fucking midgets. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, every fucking midget back there tonight. He goes, they're going to use it. You're going to use the words tonight. And he goes, so fuck Berkeley crowd immediately we all just start getting into a fuck berkeley chant which was just goddamn awesome i was like this is fun elizabeth berkeley fun and he goes tonight we got a very what's that oh i know i got you i got you um so finally he goes and we're gonna have a musical guest tonight that is going to perform before the show begins i go I came to see some midget wrestling, and I haven't seen one fucking midget, man. Like, they were doing some pictures ahead of time right. with, with some people, but it. But I want to watch the shit, right? Now, sitting in front of me is a really cool couple, and I actually asked this kid because he was wearing a Backlash huh. hoodie from the Puerto Rico one. And I go, and, and I, I just had it. I go, yo, did you go to that show? He goes, I did. And Puerto Rican kid, man, he goes, place was nuts for Bad Bunny. And I go, God damn. I'm like, that would have been cool to go to live. Because oh, we talked yeah. about it on the show. It was really good. So uh, so he was sitting in front of me. And in front of him came in a guy with two girls, right? And uh, there's, he sits down. And no bullshit, within about 30 seconds, he leans into the one on his left and kisses her. And leans over to the right and starts putting his fucking tongue in her throat. I go, Lucky. what the fuck? So it's a, it's a thruple. Yeah, but here's my point. You just said lucky, right? Let me tell you something. Two fours don't make an ah. eight. One of them I thought was possibly a dude. Okay. Okay. They, it was just whatever. But I'm like, he's over here acting like Mr. Pimp. She turns around. I'm like, yo, is that Rosanna Arquette? It was just, it was, yeah. Anyway. We have a musical guest tonight. She's been on Howard Stern. She's done stuff with hot, with uh, Micromania. She's even done some midget porn. Ladies and gentlemen, Bridget the Midget. No. Ever heard of her? Okay. Little blonde thing comes out wearing um, lingerie. Yeah. Yeah. Lingerie. Just 
black lingerie. Do you ever think about how creepy that is? It's basically kid size lingerie. Now, 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 now it just got creepy. Now it did. Now, yep. Okay. Wow. And every one of them wearing it. Anyway, um, music starts and I hear it's a beginning of a church organ, right? And I know I, as soon as I hear it, I go, oh my God, it's uh, Madonna, like a prayer. And I go, okay. First, she starts kind of slow. She's like, life oh, is a mystery. God. Like as deep as I'm talking right now. And I go, this is oh, going to be like William Shatner doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like Stewie rocket doing man. the rocket man. I'm a rock it man. So anyway, she's doing uh, her song. And then all of a sudden she does, uh, it, or she goes and it feels like she goes home. And I go, oh God. And then boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden she goes, when you call my name, it's, I go, oh, all right. Bitch can sing a little bit. Um, it's funny cause I, I, this is going to sound really bad, but I don't know it. She was like just shaking a lot. And I'm not sure if I'm like, so little, you don't get enough air when you're singing. I'm not sure. She kept doing this with her hand a lot, like a wavy thing. She's like, when you call my name and it, it, you know, her little baby arms, it was kind of cute. So anyway, Hey baby. <laughs> <laughs> so she then does. Ain't no rest for the wicked. She only does one verse okay. of each song, medley. by the way, which, thank oh, God, medley. I thought this was about to be like a 25-minute WrestleMania concert. So, ain't no rest for the wicked. Then she goes, this one I just learned today, and I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> I wouldn't have. It was hard Ooh. to handle by the Black Crows. Oh, I love the song. Yeah, yeah. I like the great. song, but she was just behind enough on a measure that when you're doing the, hey, little thing, that she was enough that... You should have been saying hard to handle <laughs> when she was at, yeah. let me light your, can- light your candle. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was just enough behind. And then she goes, this is my last one. And I hear it. It's I hear the beginning. It's a guitar where someone's just going. I go, oh, my God, it's green jelly. And she goes, why don't you sit right back and I'll tell you a tale about three little midgets. And the big bad wolf. And she only does the first one. She goes, well, the first little midget. Well, he was kind of, I What's funny is the girls next to me, as soon as the very first time you hear the, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin, these girls lost their shit. And I go, oh, you're too young for this song. You don't know this. I'm like, there's no, like, but then you see guys like me and other guys are like headbanging. We're like, oh my God, this just brought me back to 94. Okay. I like the song. I've so always fucking loved the, that uh, song. The, the guy who does so the she voice did that. Of the, of the, not by that. That's a uh, Tool uh, Maynard from Tool. Yeah, they. they oh, hung is it really? I didn't know yeah. that. That's crazy. So nice. She uh, ends up being our referee all night. Oh. Bridget the midget. So I got to look at that all night. Yeah. First match. Twenty-five cent. Yeah, I remember. You remember last time, yeah. fifty cent, twenty-five. Now last time he was there. I booed the ever-loving fucking balls out of him because he was just playing the heel, and I was, like, up in his face with my middle fingers being like, go fuck yourself. And he was like, god damn. <laughs> you look like but, a mark. Like, but, you know, like, it, all fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he faced a luchador who is from L.A., so it was enough to make everybody boo, right, right in the crowd. 
So when 25 Cent comes out, he came out on the stage where the uh, where the band would be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where how those high top risers were. Didn't even catch it at first. He comes out, place fucking erupted. And he's dressed in the vest, the hat, the do-rag, everything that is 50 Cent, except he's half the size, man. Crowd is absolutely fucking going nuts. I'm not going to lie. This was fun. I chanted twice. That's it. Because... I had a job the next day and I was already pushing it by, cause I got to start right. at 5 AM right to do New York time. And I had a meeting at 6 AM. I go, the last thing I need to do is go to bed completely fucking horse and wake up and try and do a call. So in their match, <laughs> they go out to the outside and Billy does commentary over the loudspeaker, right? He just talks as things are happening, not the whole time, but he just, you know, says certain things and I'll explain it. But, uh, at one point, he goes, and watch out. Every match is hardcore rules, which means they may be fighting in front of you. Watch your feet. They bring it to the outside. And there is this gorgeous red-headed, and I'm talking like dyed red-head. <laughs> like sure, sure. good dark, dark red. Big-boobed Latina chick sitting in the front row. 50 Cent grabs the luchador and throws him right into her fucking tits. And starts smashing his face into her boobs. And then picks his head up and puts it right Plant. into her crotch. They repeat to go all over the place and do this shit to people. They picked up a fucking beer and smashed it, the can, over uh, each other's heads at random spot. Beer was flying everywhere. Billy goes, everyone's getting wet tonight. And it's funny because I just got my new phone and I'm trying to take a picture of that. And Jesse does it. go, oh, but hell I no. And I like duck down. I'm like, oh, hell no. Am I getting wet? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 25 Cent actually ends up losing the match, unfortunately. Next match, we get uh, Tiffany Payne. She comes out, booed to shreds. Because she's facing Santa Cruz's own Little Dynamite. She's appeared not only in Micromania, but also on that uh, rough and ready boxing thing I, I talked about, right? And, you know, sometimes they have midgets on there fighting. Uh, she fought, actually, against the midget that uh, hit me in the head last time. Bobby Joe, the one who hit me. And, no, I didn't purchase anything this time and get hit in the head. So, after 25 Cent's match is over, by the way, he goes, uh, Billy goes, it looks like he's going to need a rub down. And he looks over and he's pointing at the girls with the white shirts. And then, and then all of a sudden, someone goes, I think they're underage, man. Billy goes, how old are you? She has 16, 17, and one goes, I'm, I'm almost 18. I swear to God, I, I literally just started laughing out loud when she said, I'm almost 18. I want to be like, I'm this many. <laughs> but she, and, and Billy, because again, it's a 21 over show. Billy goes, you lying bitches. At one point during the match, not only were they throwing the guys on to the women, sometimes it was on guys, things like that, just being funny. Um, like throwing a, a luchador's head into a guy's dick, you know, like just being funny. Um, but he goes over in the luchador, I can't remember his name, throws 25 cent at this white lady. And Billy goes, wow, did you all see how fast that Karen just pulled her purse back? And we all start laughing because it's 25 cent, right? Right. In there, and it's all nothing but good fun, all the jokes. And then. She he goes, ooh, look at her face. And he goes, I'm just joking, bitch. On <laughs> the fucking mic. And he goes, I'm just joking, bitch. That's and I was like, great. yes. So, women's match. Uh, 
the girl from Santa Cruz ends up winning. And then now we're ready for our main event. Three matches all back to back to back. And that was it. And I go, well, it is getting goddamn late. So I guess that's fine with me. And the main event is a battle royal from all the goddamn wrestlers you just saw earlier. All four of them, plus one extra guy. And they're all going to be in Jesus. a battle royal. And he goes, if you're five foot or under, we're hiring. And he goes, where's this little Asian girl at? And there was a, he pointed his one little girl. He's, he called her out. And he goes, wait, take the boots off. Yo, she dropped like a foot. You know what I mean? Like real short. And he goes, we could use workers like you. And he goes, how would you like to be a part of tonight's show? She gets to walk. To, she walked to the ring with uh, one of the mass luchador midgets for the nice. main event. And I was like, kind of cool. Uh, but. Before that, they start doing an auction. It's not where you could buy a pan and get hit in the head. Tonight, we're doing an auction for this trash can right here. And if you win the auction, you not only get to take that trash can home, but you're also going to get hit in the head by a midget tonight with it. And we're starting the bidding at $100. So... It's go. It's starting to move around a little bit, right? People are like, oh, 100, 150, blah, blah, blah. Someone goes, 300. And I go, God damn, dude. I'm like, that's like eight times the ticket price or more. I don't <laughs> even know. They end up, yeah, goddamn math. So then he, uh, this one guy stands up. He goes, what? 400. Now, the guy that was in front of me that said 300, his wife goes, do not fucking bid back. And he goes, all right. Now we're keeping the bidding open all the way up to the main event match, or to the end of the main event. Just remember that. Don't don't forget, we were keeping the bidding open. And she's like, he's such a kid. She's turned around to other people that she's friends with. They're all friends. This is a bar. It seems like everybody probably goes gotcha. to this place somewhat often. They're like, oh, that place is coming here. Or right. Midget Mania is coming. Or Micromania. I'm sober, so I'm paying attention to this shit. And she gets up, that wife, goes to the bathroom. And as Billy is walking by... He quickly taps him, and he goes, "Oh, okay." And he goes, "Four fifty for a new bid." <laughs> and and even Billy goes, "Snuck it in." So then she comes back from the bathroom or getting a drink or whatever, and someone goes, "Blah blah 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 blah," and she goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?" She goes, "What is wrong with you?" She wasn't like mad, mad, but more like, "Bro, we could do so much more." With this money, then buy a fucking metal can from uh, a wrestling show. I don't know what ended up happening because as soon as the Battle Royal ended, I pieced the fuck out. I was like, I got to go. I, I've seen this shit anyway. I know what it's like here at the end. They're like, if you guys want to hang and drink with the midgets tonight, you can. 25 Cent ended oh, nice. up winning the Battle Royal uh, overall. Yeah, it was cool. And it wasn't a Battle Royal as much as it was... Uh, you either had to pin or submit someone. There was fighting on okay. the outside and everything. It was just yeah. more of like a five-way match, if you will, but they called it a, a battle royal. Uh, overall, uh, it was it was a fun show. I had a good time. Uh, Double-checking if I've missed anything here. No, battle royal, that, 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 that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, got, oh, two fours don't make an eight. Yeah. Dude, it was a fun night. I'm not going to lie. I had a great time. I honestly suggest anybody who can go check out a Micromania show. And one last thing, thank you. 50 cent or 25 cent when i was looking at their where with their website it said that the night before wednesday that they were in berlin connecticut and i go how is that fucking possible and they're out here in california they're running two different oh uh, that explained the short the roster time. 
Midgets. <laughs> 25 cent flew from Connecticut because they were down a man because someone got sick. And he, he flew from Connecticut after that match and came to do the one in California. I'm like, that's well, fucking and you cool, got- man. You know what I mean? And I, 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 you're getting paid, but still, I, I take it just as a, a thing of respect. I'm like, that's cool. Everybody kind of popped for it. Like, dude, Absolutely. You, you got to figure out what's, what's your buddy's name that does the show? Billy. You got to figure it Billy. didn't affect Billy's bottom line because they could just stuff him in a book bag and throw him under the seat. Hey baby! <laughs> no, they look at they like being called midgets, not babies. Fuck it, let's go to the wars. Monday Night Wars. Dispatch the cameraman, and I believe Mean Gene is going to be back there as well. Does that have to do with the motorcade? Can we go back there? What's going on here? I, I don't know, Tony. I, I don't think it's a motorcade. We've just seen a Cadillac pull up here, and uh, rumors are flying fast and furious back here in the holding area. Secret Service men. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, oh, my goodness. He's going for Goldberg's. That's Yes, it is. What the heck is he doing here? He just walked right in the back of the building here. He's 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 not even a, I can't he's not employed by World Championship Wrestling. No, no, no. He's gone right into Goldberg's locker room. Oh, this is not fair with well, a rock. He's got the roadblock in front of him. The big boss man and the rock. Wait a minute. Inside cradle can no way. Yes. yes. You smell what the rock is it's the Deadly Games. That's right. Survivor Series 1998. Deadly Games. It's the tournament. I, uh, you know, I like to do my little quick throwbacks. Was that Spada's house? And, like it, I mean, we'll just, I won't spoil too far ahead. We all picked winners who we thought was going to win the tournament. I picked Taker. He picked the rock. Oh. If if I if in winner got to give job. the other person the finishing move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we both won. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> uh, so the uh, you get to give the finishing move to the, of the person who won. Uh, so, you know, I could give a choke slam or a tombstone if i beat spada so we'll just start with that right there and that uh, was a packed house actually there was a lot of people there like probably like 15 friends man i, I miss the old school fucking wrestling parties you know what i mean like just whatever <laughs> i don't have friends anymore that's what i'm saying all right survivor series 98 let's go all right that would be november 15th 1998 st louis missouri we get McMahon and the Stooges at ringside. Patterson's holding the world title, and Vince calls out the first competitors to the ring. Uh, first match is Mankind versus Question Mark, if you do remember from the brackets. Mankind comes out. He's still in his tux. He hugs Vince. And then he gets in the ring, and then Vince pulls out some cue cards, puts on his glasses, basically putting on this mystery competitor, talking about how they jump ship to the WCW. <laughs> Love the little jab been sidelined for the past two years but he fought back with resilience and it's nobody other than Dwayne Gill <laughs> yeah 
Nope. Not doing just the Gilbert Dwayne thing. Gil. He's just Dwayne Dude, Gil. Coach coaches the Pasadena Chargers. I don't know if that's a high school team or a fucking team. <laughs> well, it's not pro. Um, I do have to say that the crowd, man, was really hoping it was HBK. Yeah. You know, people I don't think realize how bad his fucking back was at this point. They're chanting for HBK. They're like, a former champion. And it's like, oh, shit. So then, but then when he said the jump ship to WCW, everybody's like, well, oh, not him. And I think people were like, man, what if one of the outsiders came back? You know what I mean? Like, they, it's, it's a smart move. Oh, absolutely. He Drew everybody up. in. Uh, Ross goes, he spent more time on the canvas than Rembrandt. I thought it was funny. Uh, it's, it's like Rembrandt's uh, no. going to be there for you. No. no. The painter. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that fucking song so much. Uh, he, what? No one told you life. You know what? Just for that, I'm glad he's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, someone put up a video and it said, "Well, this one hits different." Uh, it's a scene where apparently in the show, Chandler knocks something over, and he goes, "Well, I guess I'll be the first one to die out of all of us." Ooh, yeah, there you Art go. Imitating life, drugs. The one thing that he does use from the Gilbert persona, or I guess you should say the Gilbert persona used from Dwayne Gill is. He had pyro, and when it went off, he jumped. It was a jump scare. It was great. Yeah, it was kind of uh, It's a squash, obviously. A winner's going to face the winner of Jared Snow. Uh, and at this point, they mention that each first-round match has a 10-minute time limit. Important to note. They show on Heat Sable was attacked by Jacqueline, and Sable cuts a backstage promo on her. Says she's pissed off, but it was censored. Very odd. I don't. And it sounds like it was censored from the pay-per-view itself, but I don't understand why they would censor pissed in the Attitude Era on a pay-per-view. Just very odd. Maybe they couldn't get that one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, anyway, talking about Jeff Jarrett versus Snow, that's the match we get next. And uh, Deborah grabs Heed, distracts the ref. Snow gets the guitar, and Jeff Jarrett has Heed. Jarrett gives Snow Heed, then vice versa, and Snow wins. It was kind of convoluted, but ultimately Snow wins. So now we're going to get Mankind versus Snow, which and even in a minor sense is a bit of storytelling because they've been tagging for a couple weeks, arguing about. I thought it was, I was excited about it. And I'm like, yo, it's two of the craziest bastards on the roster. I'm there fine go, with this absolutely. match coming up. Uh, next, you get Boss Man versus Austin. Vince and the Stooges are watching from the back. Uh, Austin does the middle fingers when he comes into the ring. Uh, that gets blurred out again. I don't know what was going on with this pay-per-view. Uh, boss, boss man uses the nightstick. It's a DQ. The beatdown continues afterwards. Vince is very pleased. Cole interviews him and says, aren't you concerned about Austin advancing? And he says, well, the night is young and there's more of that. Where, where, there's more where that came from. Uh, Austin's going to face the winner of X-Pac Regal, which is what we get next. <clears throat> Regal does the muscle lift, which we haven't seen in forever. I love it where he pushes his bicep up. I fucking love it. Um, Vince is watching this one as well. They, they're discussing who they would rather win to, to face Austin. Uh, well, it's a double count out. So that means Austin gets a bye. Vince has Slaughter run down to the... Which, I it's funny because when you look at the amount of matches that you have to have completed in a right. three-hour period... Just under. 
it's it's funny some of the roots that they I took think with they this. did a very good job of being creative and not lazy. You might you know consider something like that lazy, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? So I, I I'm down with it personally. I will never ever forget being in I think it was California, getting so excited to watch. Oh, I think it was not a crown jewel, but whatever one it was, one of their Saudi shows. The big World Cup tournament, eight man one day. I'm like, oh god, I haven't seen a one day tournament in forever. And fucking Shane McMahon comes out, wins a goddamn thing. That's where they took. Is that where he took Miz's place? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that. So, I'm a very big fan of one night tournaments, as I've said many times on this show. It's just, it's the endurance. It's carrying your injuries over, quote unquote. You know, so. This was, you're right, mm-hmm. they did do Absolutely. a good job with this one. Carry on, my Ugh. wayward son. Uh, so Vince has Slaughter run out to force an <laughs> overtime for five minutes, but Xbox hurt, and he's already at the top of the ramp, and he's like, well, fuck this. The bell rings, Regal runs after him, and it's a double count out again. <laughs> so Austin still gets the bye. Was he hurt legitimately? This is a we- This is the only thing I found weird. I forgot about this, actually, until you just said this. That, yeah, it was like... Five more minutes, and then he just walks to the back. I'm like, why do we do, even do it anyway? Just keep it at where it's at. Double count out call of the day. But was uh, Buster? I'll hurt? leave it to you. I don't think so. I think I think this was the laziest of the booking because they could have just left it. You know what I'm saying? But I okay, could be wrong. I have no idea. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Austin's now going to get the winner of Snow versus Mankind. Uh, next, we get Shamrock versus Goldust. Not much to say. Shamrock wins. He's going to face the the winner of Rock Triple H. Um, which is what we get next. Uh, so Triple H's music hits. Briscoe and Patterson come out to ringside doing the DX chops. Hilarious. <laughs> Mr. McMahon asked me to make an announcement. So Triple H isn't Mr. McMahon. McMahon. Triple H isn't here tonight. He's not going to wrestle. He was informed to be here, but he chose not to show. Uh, and Vince told me I can find him heavily when he returns. Uh, and Patterson says no forfeit. Vince found a replacement. It's the boss man. And Boss Man comes into the ring. Rock immediately rolls him into a small cradle and uh, wins in like four seconds. Yeah. I Well, it was a sound bit that we even used to for today. But I, oh my God, I remember everybody popping at that. We were like, what the fuck? Because we're already like, yeah. what the fuck? Boss Man again? Are you shitting me? And then, bam, it's over. We're like, okay, and, and that's cool. Good job. <laughs> It would have been great to see, but it would have been great to see Triple H and Rock. But at the same point, they're both faces at this point. So, I mean, we really haven't seen Triple H in like really like a yeah, month. Yeah, that knee like operation, overall, yeah. Right? Yeah, so it's, uh, I'm just interested. Uh, I, no, I'm not just interested, Jesus Christ. I, I'm I'm happy with how they did this one because, like I said, you get half mad. You're like, "Fuck, I gotta see another boss man match." I know, right? Eighties, what the fuck? (laughs) It was quick. I like. Absolutely. So now we're going to the quarterfinals. Now the matches have a 15 minute time limit, and we get Taker versus Kane. Uh, You know, pretty straightforward back and forth here. You know, two big men with a history. Uh, Bearer causes a distraction and allows Taker to hit the tombstone for the win. Uh, Bearer was also holding Ken's leg. Uh, Kane's leg and the winner well I'm because I'm thinking Kane. Ken Shamrock because the winner of this match which is Taker is going to face the yep. winner of The Rock versus Ken Shamrock so there you go so 
I got to be honest, man, this match, it's, yeah, it's only has a 15 minute time limit. And these guys were automatically mm. advanced. They both had buys into this round. This match doesn't talk about enough. Like out of all their matches, because everybody talks about your WrestleManias, your Buried Alive, and they had each other, all those. And I'm like, this was just as competitive as any one of their other matches. I I actually liked it, and I was like, I swear to God, while watching it, I go, I don't remember who goes on. I remembered like certain things, like when I'm watching Mankind take on Dwayne Gill. You know, you know, not you know to be funny or even you know Austin beating Bossman. I'm like, well, I know this part. I forgot all about this. And, no, absolutely. Like yeah. and, and you're right. And you know what I think the reason is? Because there was no gimmick. They just had a wrestling match with no bullshit finish. Agreed. Yeah. So. Just a regular wrestling match, which was pretty much... The, they did that twice, yep. two WrestleManias. And then everything else, I feel like, was very gimmicked. But that's why I'm saying this one was not really... Yeah. It's not talked about enough. But it was good. It was quick. And then, yeah... Bear holding the leg down. I'm like, yeah, that <laughs> know, one leg right? made a difference of Kane <laughs> popping up his shoulders. I always love that if you hold the leg down, they can't lift a shoulder. But yeah. I'll die. Uh, so we get Mankind <laughs> versus Al Snow. Briscoe's backstage telling Vince he loved it when Vince stole Mr. Sacco. And they show a shot at ringside, and you see Heed in the corner. And it looks like Heed is wearing a, uh, a headband, but it's Mr. Sacco. So naturally, and Vince goes, oh, when he sees that, he's going to go ballistic. So naturally, right after that, and I mean right after that, Mankind sees it, stomps on heat, it starts punching it. Uh, Snow fights back, but a ma- Mankind eventually does get Sako on for the win. He'll face Austin in the semifinal. You're going to hate me just taking this turn. Probably. In a different direction, but let me ask you a question. Do you think he always stuck his fingers down people's throats, or do you think he just put the knuckles up to the mouth and made it look like it? Because, I mean, I feel like in his first year, you saw him really ha- like in people's mouths when he had the thing wrapped around his fingers. But right now, he's putting a sock. Do you really think he's putting a sock oh, in yeah. people's mouths? Or- Definitely. It is pretty fucking gross. It's, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's November. It's flu season. Yeah, it's just sweaty feet. I mean, feet are nasty in general. We all know this, so. It's just gross. Yeah, pretty fucking gross. Right. I just always wondered if it's that or if, like, you fake and just kind of oh, no. go like this. If anything, you know I mean? he like, probably is just putting his fingers nothing, down but, on know. the inside of their front jaw instead of sticking them down their throat. You know what I'm saying? Why I say this is I have the worst fucking gag reflex. Puts a damper on your Saturday like, nights, huh? If you, S A T U R D A Y, yo, think there's. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hang on. When I was, I, I, I no, not when I was, yeah, Jesus. Anyway, I've always had a real issue with it. I, know. And I always said it's good thing I didn't turn out gay. And hang, just come on, man. Obvious reasons, all right. And secondly, I'm fucked if I ever have to go to jail. But like, just take any <laughs> other hole. I can't help you there. This, it's, <laughs> well, that's a good turn. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, oh man. Yeah, let's talk about wrestling. Right, let's talk about wrestling. Right, let's so we get the Shamrock or the Shamrock versus Rock Ken Rock. 
Uh, it, boss man comes to ringside. Shamrock gets the ankle lock on. Rock is able to get to the rope. But the Rock hits a DDT, taunts boss man who gets on the apron. We get a people's elbow. Shamrock kicks out at two. Boss man is on the apron again, tosses the nightstick in. But Rock intercepts it. Heed shot. Rock gets the win. Uh, he'll be facing Taker in the semis. I love the spot because that whole throwing shit into the ring can look so convoluted. I don't know who gets credit. I don't know if it's boss man for the throw. I don't know if it's Ken for being in the right position or for rock for the catch because it wasn't a, Hey, you really just threw it right to me. He fucking took a step, reached out and grabbed it. They played that so perfectly. I, you literally just like encapsulated everything I wanted to say. That was I when I I rewound it as soon as it happened. I go, God damn, Bossman didn't just like nice floated into the he ring. chucked he it. Kind of did yeah, a pretty fast speed throwing it in, and Rock grabs it, no problem. And look at man, a nightstick is pretty thin. You know what I mean? Like you got to be accurate with your catch. And I mean, played football, but. Damn, as soon as he caught it, I go, that is a sick spot. Again, something that doesn't get talked about enough. That was, oh, gr- it was awesome. You know what it reminded me of is Brock and throwing Roman the microphone and Roman yeah. just Maybe it's a Samoan catching thing. it right in his hand. Yeah, like, it, ooh. You know, some, do you know Yokozuna's not really ones. Japanese? Brock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, he used to yeah. say bonsai. You like trees. Well, you got to have a, a bathroom break in there somewhere, so we get Sable versus Jacqueline. Uh, Shane is the lowly ref in this. And uh, Sable cuts Marrow's dick off even more by powerbombing him on the floor and then hits the Sable bomb to win the title. Next slide. Decided to do a okay. little uh, research. He is gone yeah. within like the next month. I thought he was gone sooner. Yeah. I was trying to figure out, Mike, he's got to be gone at some point. No, I know, but um, I believe, like, his last match is going to be at, like, Capital Collision or whatever that is. Oh, yeah. Capital Carnage that we have set up to see the UK pay-per-view. And he's done pretty much after that because I remember, like, I'm like, man, that's the biggest thing. It's like, wow, his own ex-wife powerbombed his ass out of the way, uh, on the way out of the company. and. Not once. You know, the hilarious thing is I heard a Cornette tell a story that when they hired Mero, they thought they were going to bring him in. When I say they, Vince, thought they were just going to do the Johnny B. Bad thing. But then they realized, hey, copyright infringement. And didn't know what to do with them. And here we are. Uh, Wild Man was pretty close to. No, it wasn't. To the. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. the little Richard gimmick where he had a lot of makeup on. Him I love. I loved him. Oh! I loved Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> I did too. No, and I, that wasn't a complaint. I'm just saying, like, it, Wild Man Mark Merrill wasn't coming, too like Rick far James. off. He just. I'm one of the best wrestlers. I'm one of the best men ever. Hold my drink, bitch. <laughs> Hold my drink, bitch. <laughs> All right, moving on. We get oh, Mankind amazing. versus Austin. Vince and the Stooges are at ringside. Uh, Mankind avoids a stunner. He powders, runs to the top of the ramp. He wants to leave, but the Stooges stop him. Uh, Austin comes up. He takes up. Briscoe and Patterson cracks their heads together. Austin hits a stunner. Ref gets pulled out at the, two, the count of two by Vince. Vince drops the ref with the punch. 
Mankind's tux pants fall around his ankles, but he's still got the old school sweatpants that he wears. He locks in the, yep, the brown ones. The, the, the or no, no, the black these ones, ones were yeah, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I think these ones were green. Huh. I just thought I wasn't really paying yeah. attention to the color of the pants because I was just laughing at the fact that this dude wrestled for like forty seconds. Pants around his ankles. Yeah, shit around. He his locks ankles. in the claw, but Austin <laughs> hits a low blow into a stunner. And again, as I always say, if you know, you know, Shane comes running in, he counts mm-hmm. two, he stops, double birds to Austin. Briscoe comes in and hits the most Hogan-esque chair shot on Austin. It was awful. Shane counts three, Mankind wins. Vince and the crew scurry to the back. Austin uh, chases after Vince and crew into the limo. And then Austin says, hmm. Well, I could just let him go and catch up with him later. Or actually, you know what? Let me carjack this guy real quick so I can chase after him. (laughs) (laughs) Not talked about thing very often. I was like, this motherfucker's broken into people's houses. This motherfucker's stealing people's cars. Shit. Yeah, still got nothing on NWA. Yeah, Coke. (laughs) Or or Muda (laughs) spitting in a baby's mouth. Hey, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will say, yeah, dude, it was awesome. I remember this too, everybody popping in the room. Like, because. As soon as he did the double bird, everybody's like, "Oh, we were all fucking swerved!" Shit, it was a good it swerve. Was, come on, no, I don't. It feel was like a good anybody swerve. Really saw that coming. Because you never then. saw and Shane did, before then, you. really yeah, much. Was, I mean, you see him here and there, but you know, so yeah. no, it was fucking great. Just wait until you start oh, seeing I can't Stephanie. Wait. Uh, First, we got to start burning her little toys. Fucking Taker has to burn her little baby bear. <laughs> Vince cries. It's a whole ordeal. Meanwhile, she's S in the D of Triple H, and China don't know. China doesn't know. China doesn't know. Don't tell China. Were you China. just listening to Mark Revelier? <laughs> nah, I actually just watched oh, your okay, not too there long you go. ago. Well, anyway, moving on. Taker versus The Rock. Boss Man comes to ringside again, and he trips Rock during the people's elbow. Uh, and then, for some reason, I guess Taker was like, hey, asshole, don't get involved in my match, and he hits Boss Man. Kane comes in the ring and choke slams Rock. We've t- this has happened before on the wars where the fucking the psychology yeah. comes in. I'm not going to hit you. I'm hitting the other guy so you get disqualified. This I, I got to say this the, as we're even talking it out. This is absolutely I told one you, of the yeah, they booked it well time because so much storyline that yep. just keeps moving around with it, and it's gonna keep going. But like, you're right, like Kane, just like I actually, as soon as the match started, I go, hmm, "How's Rock win this one?" Because again, couldn't remember. I remember the beginning, the end, things like that, like little parts. Yeah, uh, like definitely. Shane McMahon, like you said, right. if you know, you know. I remember that. But this one was like, "Huh, how do we get out of this?" And when Kane did this, I go, "God mm-hmm. damn, that yep, was brilliant." Simple little thing. Uh, yeah, Taker takes out the ref and Kane and, and Taker just brawl. But I was pissed yeah. off because I called Taker, which means I'm out of the bet, by the you, way. Uh, you apparently completely. were Taker, uh, Mark, back in the day because there was a few pay-per-views that you called you thought Taker was going to win the title. I don't blame you. Yeah. I. It's He's not one of my right. absolute favorites, but 
it was one of those things where I'm like, come on, man, throw the dude a bone. He right. should be the champion right now. You know, like I, I've always felt that. I think we're going to get there in 99 at some point. But to me, I was just like, I man, the fucking 97 run, I was so pissed off when even Brett. Man, right. I'm a Brett fan. I'm like, come on, that's <laughs> bullshit, man. I'm with you. But we've talked about it, man. He was one of those guys. He didn't need the title. He didn't need it. That's true. But sometimes I like to have an unbeatable person as a champion because then it's like, damn, True. who's going to yeah. dethrone them? You know, like Taker putting someone over. I'm still curious who's going to be, who yeah. Roman is putting over. It's not going to be, I don't know if it'll be this WrestleMania or maybe they're going to fucking hold till 41. Dude, at this point, 41. don't be surprised if they go to break the fucking all-time record. That's why I think they're going to. Ugh. Unfortunately. Yeah, Let's see who wins tonight. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Cole interviews Mankind. He says, Lady Luck is smiling down on Mankind tonight, and I got just one more rock to climb if you smell what the sock is cooking. Again, National Treasure. God. He's, yep. So, uh, another bathroom break before our main event. We get the Outlaws versus the Headbangers versus D'Lo and Henry. Triple threat tag titles. Outlaws retain. Next slide. Yeah, it's pretty much what, yeah. I've got, yeah, next I've got a 100%. ton of notes for this one. Our main event, Mankind versus The Rock for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Vince, Shane, and Boss Man are backstage. Boss Man has his bag like he's about to leave, and Vince and Shane head to ringside. Uh, there's a fan on the hard cam dressed exactly like Mankind. The mask, the shirt, fucking great. That backstage segment, actually, it feels like they were giving gotcha. him the night off. The rest of the night off, boss man. And it's funny because him and Shane do like a handshake or whatever. It's one of the first times, not really first, I've seen him do it a couple times where Shane does yeah. the, to his chest. You know, like, hey, what's up, dog? Like that. All right, man, you be good. I'm like, oh my God. Like, you're not only yeah. white, you're rich white. Connecticut Stop. rich white. <laughs> Conne- yeah, you're Connecticut that's rich. That's a whole, white. that's the apex of whiteness. <laughs> I know we can't either make that, that or the name Aspen, of this episode. You know, one or the two. That's fucking the upper echelon right there. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Flawless. I like it. Uh, JR mentions that the uh, ref's been instructed to have no DQs or countouts. Mankind has the steel steps and Rock hits the chair with it. Knocks it right into Mankind's face. The steps fall on top of Mankind, and Rock hits it with the chair four or five times, reminiscent of uh, Seth Rollins and The Fiend in the Hell in a Cell. Exactly. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Mankind also eats a face shot with a chair. Not a head shot, a face shot. Yeah. Yeesh. Uh, Rock is on the announce table. Mankind goes for a leg drop, but he completely whiffs and just fucking falls on the other side of the announce table. And Rock kind of has to roll off like it connected. It was bad. <laughs> it was it was awesome and good bad. and terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mankind. Uh, so Rock's on the on the other announce table. Mankind goes for another dive, but Rock dodges. Mankind goes through the table. Uh, we get a people's elbow for a two count. Mankind hits a DDT, gets Sako on. Uh, the rocks to one knee, though, uh, and he comes back into a rock bottom. He can't make the pin at first. He eventually does, gets a two count, two count, and then 
Rock raises the eyebrow to Vince. He locks in the sharpshooter, and Vince calls for the bell. Shane raises Rock's hand, Mankind confused as hell, and The Rock, Vince, and Shane all hug, and Vince gets the mic. Do you want me to, to pause here before we go into the rest of it, or you want me to keep going? I will say, we were all like, motherfucker, are you serious? They did what right. they did last year, but they're making a storyline out of yep. it? You bitches. <laughs> Um, I do like this next part, how just dumb mankind is. So uh, Vince gets the mic. He says, seeing is believing. Vince didn't screw the people. The people screwed the people. He is really getting the mileage out of that fucking screw job. Uh, he says, you're all as gullible as mankind. And you know what? I'll clear it up on Raw tomorrow night. And then <laughs> Mankind obviously confronts Vince. And uh, Shane goes, I'm just like you, aren't I, Dad? Woo! Um. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to look at it. Mankind says, well, I had to be Pinder submitted, and that didn't happen. He says, well, get this. Rock attacks Mankind, rock bottom. And then Austin returns. Uh, rock gets the advantage of the McMahon's powder to the back, but Austin fights back. Stunner tosses Rock out of the ring, and then stunners Mankind for the hell of it. And that's how we go off the air. You can be champion, but I'm, I'm still going still to gonna kick show. your ass. Uh, it was a good pay-per-view, it, man. It was a fantastic uh, pay-per-view. It, it was funny because the dad, I'm, I'm, I'm not really yeah. sure what's going on here. I wasn't pinned. I wasn't submitted. Yeah. It was, I liked it. He played it well. And it gets better heading it into gets Raw. It gets better indeed. I want to tell you, as much as I hate the weeks that we have pay-per-views, which is pretty much every other week, this is one of my favorite Raws. And I was going to save that for the end, but I can't wait to relive this. Well, in something that uh, is pretty big about this Raw is for the last, I don't know, two years almost, a year and a half, we have been using the intro where they're in the warehouse. They're all fighting. Bret Hart's been on the fucking yeah, I know, right? package I think since Yoko then, was still there. Even though he's been gone for a year. Yeah, exactly. And... They finally have changed this one. And this is the one that has the, the real fast pace. It's a light. It's a brum, 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 brum. And then the end, like, it has, like, the, when you see, like, awesome with the blood scene, but it's very, like, uh, they do something to the screen. I can't yeah, I know describe it. You Shamrock's in the opening there, package. Right? Let's fucking talk about it. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. All of it. I mean, Edge, everybody's in it. It's the updated it and i was like well it's about goddamn time but this is the first time they used Absolutely. it and it's on this raw i mean it's it's the beginning of a new era almost if you think about it i mean it's obviously still the attitude era but i mean the era within the era shall we say so we get vince shane and the stooges to the ring and vince says whoever said you can't fool all the people all the time was a damn fool and i wrote this at Kind of a good Do line. you know who said you can't you can you can fool some people sometimes, but you can't fool all the people all the time? Uh, stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. It's Bob Marley. Yeah. Marley? Yeah, 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 okay, okay. yeah. You know who said you fool me once, shame shame on me or you you. Fool me twice, you ain't gonna fool you gotta me again. Look, good look at your butcher's ass by sticking your head up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather take his word for it. 
Uh, he's never been the people's champion. He's been my champion, the corporate champion. The Rock didn't sell out. He just got ahead. Some of you call me a kiss ass. I'm sure you will. You're all unintelligent pieces of trailer park trash. Working your candy asses off from 9 to 5 for minimum wage. And then he brings up Die Rocky Die and the Rocky Sucks chance. He goes, I never forgot. I'm going to make damn sure you don't forget. Uh, he uses uh, the most electrifying move in sports entertainment today, the corporate elbow. And the rock means ever. He says that. So we're, we're, we're fucking full tilt now. And Vince goes, Rock, I, I got to ask you a question. You know, I've always wondered. I've always wondered, what's it like to kiss my ass? To which Shane grabs him like, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Vince points to the Tron. You know what's funny is that this is also, by the way, the first time we're seeing the Rock. Like, wear, like, the, yeah, the unbuttoned shirt, type clothing, yeah. the glasses. Yeah, this is this is annoying Rock level. <laughs> I kind of remember like remember this happening and being like bougie dick. It's like when Miz started uh, wearing like those weird like long yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. But like it's you're going with the era and like Seth is actually taking it on with all his shit now. But this, I, I, yeah, a little higher standard. But uh, I, I did like this. You, you oh, know, loved wearing it. Wearing the expensive watch, absolutely expensive glasses, the glasses yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah. So Vince points to the Tron. He has something he wants to show everybody, but they should, instead they show Austin arriving, to, and he goes, "That's not what Vince was expecting." Uh, but it's basically Vince playing footage of of Shane rehiring Austin, saving Austin from the steel cage, all that shit. Uh, Austin comes to the ring, no fear, right in the ring with Rock, Boss Man, and everybody. He has something in his back pocket, you can see. And then uh, he asks for footage of what Shane did when signing his new contract. And they show Shane saying, the day after Survivor Series, Austin gets a title shot on Raw. And Vince, you know, very calmly says, yeah, well, I overruled it that night. And Austin says, well, I got the contract to show it. And Shane and Shane's telling Vince, I had no choice. I had to do it. That wouldn't be good enough, though, right? That's not good enough. You got to do something topical. <laughs> like getting Judge Mills Lane to be on the Tron to tell Vince that he reviewed the contract and say it's legally binding. Let's get it on! Celebrity deathmatch. I, I, yeah. I was like, Motherfucker oh, I remember was this. a boxing ref <laughs> and a judge. Boxing ref, celebrity, celebrity deathmatch death yeah. ref, judge. But he did the he did the nose thing. Is he alive? Remember? <laughs> yeah, always did the nose thing. Yep, tap of the nose. <laughs> I wonder if he's Tony Khan's dad. He <laughs> the nose thing. Oh, I get thing. it. Ah, uh, boom. Adderall. Thanks for. <laughs> yeah. And from that memorable opening to Raw, we get the oddities versus outlaws and X Pac. Um, Gunn gets the pin. JR goes, well, that made no sense. And that's pretty much accurate. The headbangers beat down uh, Road Dog on the ramp afterwards yep. and scurry off after. They can't all be winners, you know. Uh, Mankind, we see Mankind backstage. He's pissed. He's ranting and raving to himself, saying, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes, Vince. I like it. He, yep. He, and... Crowd is oh, fuck over yeah. for him right now, which fuck is yeah. great. Uh, so we see the corporation backstage, and we're going to start using that term because it's right now it's it's the fucking corporation. This is the beginning of the corporation. Uh, they 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 
Well, they mentioned it, yeah, towards the end of the show, they totally mention it. So um, they're already pissed about Austin. They don't want to have to worry about Mankind as two. So boss man, you stay with me. Patterson, go talk to Mankind. Okay. Shamrock comes to the ring. Mm -hmm. He's not happy about Survivor Series. He got screwed. So he calls out the boss man and he goes, I'd rather be fighting than talking. And he says, you know, sweeten the pot. I'll throw the icy title on the line. All right. Next, you get Val Venus versus Mark Henry. Valvina says, so this is the bluegrass state home of the Kentucky Derby. Well, ladies, if you want to cross that finish line in first place, climb up on this stallion bareback. Okay, better than the last couple of weeks, but still. Yeah, I feel like the last yeah. couple of weeks have been a little stale, but I think it's also, he's got a lot in his mind. This bitch is telling him. She's pregnant with his kid. He had a vasectomy. It's a lot going on. So his, choppy, his choppy. The PT happened a couple a months ago. You know, so probably still got PTSD from that. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I can look at you. Uh, so uh, yeah, China comes out during the match to the top of the ramp, and Mark Henry is very happy to see her. <clears throat> and Val Venus wins with one of the worst roll-ups I've ever seen in my entire life. I get it; it was Mark Henry, but it was it. <clears throat> it was, was almost say, as Henry's bad as Owen and Austin yeah. when Austin was half paralyzed. The thing is, Mark Henry doesn't even care about losing. He says, hey, girlfriend, how you doing? All I want to do is for me and you to go out tonight for a nice dinner. No sex. I just want you. And then he reads a poem and D'Lo's embarrassed. No sex Room. in the champagne. <laughs> Cancer, you're going to die. Taurus, you're going to die. Gemini, you're going to die twice. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I don't see what you did there. <laughs> Back to the corporation. Patterson couldn't find mankind. Well, I, I couldn't find the boiler room. I, 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 so, so Briscoe goes, I know where it is, Mr. McMahon. So now, <laughs> so now it's Briscoe's turn. <laughs> I love it, dude. Don't ever it's, stop it's saying it. It's time for Briscoe to look. So next we get Goldust and uh, Blackman versus Jeff Jarrett and Blue Blazer. JR calls Deborah a Jezebel. I'm so glad we haven't heard that in so long. It was great to hear. Uh, Blazer keeps the cape on during the match, and at one point does the Owen Hart, woo! Goldust and Jared are fighting on the outside, and Blackman wins unceremoniously with a kick. I don't know if it was a botch or just bad wrestling. It didn't look right. Um, Blackman tries to take the mask off, but he's attacked by Jeff Jarrett and... Owen. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. No. Um, and I love, they've done this, and we, we we captured it on our the logo for the first time that this has happened. Blue Blazer and Owen have a finishing move that I want to see if I can set it up in 2K. It's the Dragon Sleeper Dick Kick. <laughs> Blazer locks in the dragon sleeper and I Owen just kicks him in the him. dick. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's awesome. I want to see if I can set it up. Uh, I'm not done enough. Right? Uh, Pat, we're back to the corporation. Patterson found the boiler room, but uh, Mr. McMahon, there were a lot of strange noises down there and it, it frightened me, so I didn't go in. <laughs> Slaughter calls him a wuss. Vince goes, what the hell am I dealing with here? Which <laughs> is fucking great. So now Slaughter's going to go look. And Vince wants a word with The Rock about the title match. And then Slaughter eventually comes back after they come back from break. And he's like, 
you know, I, I, I think it's going to take the three of us to go down there and find them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking the Three Stooges. Okay. Give me a second here because I need to readjust. Okay. I, I'm slouched back. You know, by the time we get to the words, I usually fucking slouch in my chair and get comfortable because I know it's going to take a while because every other week we have a pay-per-view. But I want to get comfortable for this one. Because this pipe quite possibly could have been hmm. my most favorite segment of doing this. I popped. Okay. Steven Regal, a man's man. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew it. I swear to God. I was like, this is what I think it is. Because let me say something off of that. Mine's unedited. My, I, I the Peacock version. Really it's died. still is fucking hilarious. Uh, it's Steven Regal, a real man's man versus the Godfather. Now, we know what the Godfather does during this time. Uh, they're in Kentucky. I think they're in Lexington. And let me tell you, Kentucky hoes look sus. <laughs> okay? They, 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 they did can't not be choosers. get to the cream of the crop on this one. Laurinaitis must have been off this week. <laughs> they're like, it's Regal. He'll take it. And JR, God bless him for the callback. You know my mama's watching. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, your mama's not going to be happy with the, Well, actually, your mama yeah. might be all right with this next so, one. So uh, two of the hoes just straight up just lift their dress and start twerking. Now, one of them has on just a sheer like nightgown where you can see through and just a bra and a thong on. She also looks like she just got done doing heroin before she came out to the ring. That's a different story altogether. King goes, can, can he throw in a, ho- a free hotel room too? And JR goes, how about a vaccination? <laughs> God, you got to wonder if they ever planned jokes with each other, you know, oh, or just they was on the so roof. Good, that so that was a good one. I'm dying here. I'm dying here. Like I said, suspect, suspect. Re- so Godfather does the traditional offering of the hose in place of the match, and Regal goes, well, normally there's nothing I'd like more than to kick your ass, but even though as I'm from England, my name is Stephen Regal, not Elton John, I'll take the broads. So right there, you're like, wow, that says a lot. Wait, that's right there. <laughs> After this, when I was watching this, my next note is I can't even. I'm going to have a smoke. So I pause. I go have a smoke. Yeah. I come back oh. and I hit play. And I'm thinking this segment's over. No, 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 no. Regal's heading up the ramp and he's just looking at their asses as they're walking by him. It's fucking hilarious because this is not what you think of when you think of Regal. Godfather goes, hey, Regal, I I didn't expect you to take the hoe, so to quote a good friend of mine, Archie Bunker, England ain't nothing but a place full of mags. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Now, I actually went to check it out. You have a beat over just that one word. Mine was not edited at all with a bleep. Because attitude era. Holy shit. Oh, my God. As soon as you said it, I was like, well, that can't be the name of the show this week. <laughs> no. And yeah, so there's that. And then uh, they, they cut to the back. Uh, Kane's attacking people. Yeah, they brawl. They start brawling. Uh, and then they go backstage. Kane's attacking people. Oh, my God. Fucking. Oh, God, I popped for that so much. Uh, let's see. Next, you get Shamrock versus Bossman for the IC title. 
Uh, ref breaks up a corner spot, and Bossman and Shamrock both clock the ref because you have to have a ref bump at some point. As he comes to, he calls for the bell. Uh, they continue to fight. The refs break it up. Uh, Vince and Shane come to the ring and say, what the hell are you two doing? Shamrock, I could use a man like you. We're a lot like Kenny from Broken Homes. These people don't give a damn about you, but I care because I understand you. I can give you family, and every corporation needs a dangerous man, so come on home. Shamrock shakes his hand, then shakes Boss Man's hand, and, I mean, we're pretty much there. That's the corporation. Now we're there. That's why, as soon as this, when you said, you know, it's going to be the corporation, I was like, just wait till about, you know, three quarters of the way through. I'm like, the fact that Shamrock joins. And it's funny because in my head, I go, keeps fighting boss man. Doesn't he eventually yep. join this goddamn group? And that, like, and that, that night, that, yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> uh, we cut yeah. to the back again. Kane's still on a, on a rampage. Four fans come up. Hey, Kane, can we get your autograph? And no, it doesn't end well. He does not give autographs. Next, you get Edge. And Gangrel versus Draws an Animal. And the first thing that I typed was, oh, God, it's happening. <laughs> Hawk. I'm not sure if it was a good, oh, God, or a bad, oh, God. Mine was a bad one. I was like, good and terrible. i got to rewatch this. <laughs> no, I don't, yeah, I don't even think it was Hawk good. Hawk starts climbing the Tron. Animal and Draws head to the top of the ramp. They get counted out. Uh, JR says Hawk threatened to jump and that 911 has been called. Even Paul Ellering comes out and breaks kayfabe <clears throat> to try to talk him down. My kids, he's with the OA. Yep. Uh, he says, my point. kids still call you uncle. Uh, JR points out that Ellering was the original manager for Legion of Doom. I don't think that really needed to be explained, but whatever. Hawk calls Ellering the beginning of his end. And then Jarrah starts climbing. Gets up, kind of pats him on the pats Hawk on the chest, and then shoves him. It was one of those things where they were trying to go for something ambiguous, but it wasn't ambiguous at all. He straight fucking pushed him off. Uh, I will tell you, yeah. Uh, good God, he fell! He fell! I wish I had popcorn for this episode of Raw. I really do. Uh, they show the ambulance leaving. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> it's funny because the push, the he pushes him, and when he goes down. Maybe a full what? second later, you see the shadow of Hibbs from uh, from like a uh, higher than he right. should be at this point. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't timed out well enough with the all right. Let's you know get the shadow of it, just how it looked. But either way, uh, I think we yeah. just watched a homicide or a suicide slash both. suicide homicide yeah, something manslaughter at least. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, after that segment, what's the best way to get the crowd up on their feet? Titties. Sable comes out. Oh, I thought you were going to no. say the ambulance no. segment. Ellering did sell well. Ellering sold it pretty well. I, I you got to give him credit for that. Yep, and the yep. DOA comfort him. Uh, at, yep, absolutely. At the uh, King goes, one can't grieve forever. And then Cole's in the ring some reason holding the women's title. Before Sable even comes uh, out there. Uh, and she says uh, she dedicates the title to the fans that made Sable who she is. And Shane interrupts and goes, you dedicated to the fans? The fans made Sable? Only one man made Sable. The man. My pops. Uh, and she says, well, nobody gave me anything. And Shane goes, you worked real hard for it, in quotes. <laughs> and that's what women... <laughs> he ain't lying. He ain't lying. That's what women like you always do. Shane goes, the only thing you know about women is ones you can buy, and honey, this ain't this one ain't for sale. Way to go, Sable. Um, 
Yeah, and then we get an update on Hawk. Well, he's sort of breathing, I guess. <laughs> Basically what JR said. And and on a side note, how fucked up is it that they did this angle and then it happened in real life? Like a year later? Did he fall and close enough. and die? Potato, potato. Oh, Owen, gotcha. Well, who died? Gotcha. I thought you were talking about uh, uh, Hawk. Well, I'm who like, died? that's not how he died. Thought you were referring. We to see Hulk. the Stooges in the broiler room, so they're finally looking for mankind. All three of them at once. Uh, Patterson and Briscoe have football helmets on, and all three of them have football pads on. Mankind just ambushes them and beats the shit out of them. Uh, we get the corporation to the ring. Vince runs down Austin, says, "This is your last shot." Uh, we get our main event: Rock versus Austin. This, this is peak WWF. Because this main event, the fans were on their feet the entire time, and they were cheering. They were loud as fuck. Yeah. I don't care what you know about the history and how we got here. If you sat down and you heard that crowd cheering, you're going to get sucked in. You're going to want to watch and be like, I don't really know what's yeah. going on, but I'm going to watch and fucking find out. They've also seen one night after a pay-per-view... Austin grabbed his title back from Kane. So how it maybe it could happen again right here after a Survivor series. Yeah. Crowd was lit, man. You're you're hundred percent right. It was they were jacked up the entire it they no. no one was sitting. Uh mankind comes to the ring, he fights with Boss Man trying to get to Vince. And then Taker comes in with a shovel and cracks Austin. It's a DQ. JR says he hit him in the head. He hit him in the chest with the shovel. <laughs> he hit him straight in the chest. Yeah. Um he goes for a second shot, but Bear stops him. And uh, that's where the show goes off the air. But again, on the cock, one thing that you do get is extra attitude. And basically, extra attitude is for the fans in attendance. It's something to make them go home happy with. And in this case, it's basically uh, Austin hitting a stunner on Shane, Boss Man, Shamrock. And then the best part, he gets the beers tossed to him. He gives one to Earl Hebner. And Earl Hebner also gets on the buckles and starts pounding beer. And at one point, he actually spits beer out towards the crowd. Best raw ever. Earl. Nice. Nice. I didn't get that extra part. So, how did Nitro <sighs> do? Okay. Fine. Speed Go home show it. for World War Three. <laughs> we see the motorcade arriving. Great. Opening match, Huey versus Kidman for the Cruiserweight title. Uh, this, this was another match. I mean... The fans were into this match. There was lots of false finishes, and Juventud Guerrero wins the Cruiserweight title. Uh, Kidman takes the title. Yeah. yeah I was kind of shocked they actually too, opened but up Probably because they knew they had a fucking lot to go up against. You had Survivor Series, and now you got Raw to contend with, which was a banger. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, Kidman gives the title. Kidman snatches the title from the ref, but only so he can hand it to Juventud. Uh, they shake hands and sportsmanship. 18 minutes in, we get our opening package. I think that's a fucking record <laughs> for the longest. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the longest. Uh, then you get Wrath versus Raven or Canyon. Uh, Raven says he's a big kid now, and WCW won't tell me how, when, and where to wrestle, so you can have this match without me. And Canyon's on the mic, and he says, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Please wrestle this match. Snap out of it. Well, if you're not going to wrestle, I'm going to get my shtick in. More bogey time for me. 
Canyon is supposed to wrestle Glacier in the next segment, but he's going to just take on Wrath now. Wrath attacks Canyon during the shtick. Pump handle power slam. No pin. Glacier comes out for the match against Canyon. Wrath hangs around. Hits the pump handle power slam on uh, Glacier. We come back from break. Canyon and Glacier are still on the mat, and the ref's making the standing count. So apparently that match is going to happen. Canyon rolls over for a pin. It's a two count. And then Canyon eventually wins. There you go. Next slide. I didn't even yeah. know really should still work there, to be honest with you. That's that was yeah. uh, Hogan for president vignette. And then we get Sonny Ono versus El Gringo. Yes, Sonny Ono is wrestling. He's in a gi. Uh, commentary putting over that the fact that they know nothing about El Gringo other than he's a wrestler from Mexico who's called El Gringo. Dynamite okay. dropping. Uh, ono starts mouthing off saying, hey, wait, this isn't what we talked about. And El Gringo's not playing along with Ono, but it's not El Gringo. It's fucking Kaz Hayashi, who they just mentioned on commentary. But Cat comes to the ring and hits a kick on Kaz and tells Ono to get the pin, which he does. I'm sure this will pay off. Yeah, boo. Boo. Uh, next, you get the black and white B team versus Mongo and Malenko. That, that's Stevie Ray and Horace with Vincent. And Arn Anderson takes out Vincent. Stevie uses a slapjack, and Arn says, well, fuck that. I don't have my Glock with me. But he's got a tire iron, so he takes everybody out with it. That's our one. Uh, timeout note for ODM here. As of now, Raw is two hours long. Nitro is three hours long. Now, obviously, it's it's different on the cock because you don't have all the commercials and all that shit, right? So it's you know it's truncated, but it's still disproportionate. Nitro, Nitro but is still eleven hundred hours right? of us doing longer. this. Do you know that I get through Nitro Nitro quicker because so much of it is skippable, where I do, you don't have to yeah, watch it. It's a lot of bullshit. You just skip ahead. Raw, I end up watching most of it, if not all of it. Yeah, so, all of it. Same. Uh, Gene's in the ring with Flair. Uh, Arn was thrown out of the building for using the tire iron. Mongo was taken to the hospital for the slapjack hit. It's a promo on Bischoff. And he says, tonight I'm going to introduce a man, one of the greatest wrestlers alive. Uh, he's a horseman of yesterday, Barry fucking Wyndham, who was the stalker and part of Cornette's old school wrestling team for about four weeks. Oh, shit, that's right, yeah. I mean, honestly, I popped more than the crowd did for this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Yay, something funny, or finally good to watch. Uh, Bischoff comes to the ring, goes, hey, I fired you a couple years ago. I'm happy to do it again. Tells Flair you can't hire anyone that you want. You can't spend 10 turners money. I can. Uh, but Flair says, I'm going to spend my money on who I want. Wyndham is going to tear up your girlfriend tonight. Going to take Liz downtown. I hear they have pills there. <laughs> next you get eddie guerrero versus ray mysterio jr eddie says hey ray i want you in the lwo and i'll make you a deal if i win you join the lwo if i lose i'll let you be ray says well this is gonna be our last match last match so i'll accept they have a handshake and uh Hoovy interferes while the ref is distracted he tries to hit like a springboard leg drop but he hits ray on mistake Eddie hits a frog splash for the win. La Rasa. So 25 years ago, Ray got fucked twice by the LWO. Oh. 
We get Heenan joining commentary a little bit easier. They're talking about the fact that Judy Bagwell's in the hospital. And, say, and she says, you know, that Scott Steiner put her there. She gets a little promo on, uh, on Marcus. And then... Did you say she does yeah, a little uh, promo it is on Marcus? pretty long. I skipped most of it. How many goddamn times she said yeah, Mark? Huh? <laughs> huh? It gives me a cringe. <laughs> eh? Eh? And then <laughs> the brain. One of my favorites of all time. Says, yeah, you know, she's in the hospital now, but, uh, you know, maybe Judge Judy Bagwell needed to get popped. Maybe not. <laughs> Shivani just looks at him like, the fuck is wrong with you? So we got Judge Mill Lane, Mills Lane, yeah. and we got oh, Judge apparently Judy. Apparently a mom. Uh, Night of Judge this references. This for the moms that deserve to get punched. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Popped was maybe the wrong word. That could be taken a couple different ways, but it's Heenan, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, sex. Oh, yeah, like, again, yeah. like coming. I get it. <laughs> Scott Pusky versus Chavo. For some reason, I have a lot of notes for this. Oh, actually, you know what? I know why. Because this match didn't matter. What mattered was the cutaway. It was Gene backstage frantic because Bam Bam Bigelow just decides to show up and take everybody out. I, I pop for this one. I fucking pop for this one. What a badass. I think at this point he had been in ECW, yep. I think, yeah. for just a yes, little you bit. You are correct, sir. Uh, Bischoff, and, and here's the best part. He's in the back. He's looking for Goldberg. He's not in his locker room, so he goes out to the ring. He takes out Putzky. He takes out Chavo. Calls out Goldberg. Bischoff and J.J. Dillon come out with the officials. The, uh, you got to give him credit for this very segment, this this little piece right here, because the fact that those two who hate each other both came out and were like, no, fuck this dude. I, I really like that. Um, yep. Goldberg ends up coming out. Um this is one of the most exciting things I've seen on this show in a year. Why don't we talk about this more? Yeah. I didn't even know this happened. I wasn't really watching a whole lot because I was watching Raw for sure. Right. After Survivor Series. But, dude, this is fantastic. I'm like, you could have mm-hmm. built this. Well, I'm, so I'm pretty sure we're going to find out shortly why we don't talk about this a lot. <laughs> or at least in the coming weeks. Uh, after they figure it out, Bischoff runs down Dylan says, I want to talk to you in the back. And he fires Dylan, and Dylan says, fuck you, I quit. You can't fire me, I quit. Uh, Next, you get Saturn to the ring. He cuts a promo on Conan. Conan uh, prevented him from going after the LWO uh, the previous week, basically saying, La Rasa. Um, So Conan comes out. uh, Saturn jumps him during the La Rasa shtick. LWO's at ringside. Gene's in the back with Bischoff. Why'd you fire Dylan? Because he sucks. Bischoff's going to talk to Goldberg. Bam Bam doesn't work here, so he will not be at World War III. And Goldberg comes out and says, I want Bam Bam tonight, and you're going to feed him to me. Grabs Bischoff by the jaw and gets his match. LWO jumps Saturn. It's a DQ. Conan Conan wants the match to restart, but it's just a brawl. Hour three. A lot of cutaways yes, to backstage yes. while matches are going on. It was yeah, maybe not do three hours. That probably would have been a good start. But needless to say, we're in hour three. It's Scott Steiner and Buff Bagwell come to the ring with their own ref. Uh, at first, I thought it was the dude from ECW, but it's not. <laughs> Who was the guy? Was it Taz's manager that had the whistle? What the fuck was his name? Belafonso. Belafonso. Yes. Yes. No, Sabu. Sabu. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
So, yes, they have their own ref because, if you remember last week, uh, I forget which ref it was, but he said that no WCW refs are going to work a Steiner match. Um, and he says, look, our ref can count to three. Um, and then, air quotes, Scott Steiner's mom comes to the ring. Uh, hint, hint, it's not his mom. Uh, Scotty tells uh, Buff, hey, you let me hit your mom, you can hit my mom. And, and Buff <laughs> does, makes the pin. Rick comes out, pulls off the wig. It's obviously a dude. Calls him dirtbag scumbags. This ain't my mother. Heenan goes, it's your dad. <laughs> it's This is also bad, and it's funny that Bischoff talks so much shit about AEW. Exactly. Like, you booked Nor- this. <laughs> this isn't I even know, a Vince right? Russo thing. Oh, God. We're not far off. Norton jumps Rick from behind, and it's just a beatdown. Uh, next, we get Bobby Duncan Jr. versus Jericho. And uh, Jericho powders, and it's a no contest? I don't know. <sighs> Again, with the air quotes, the Secret Service comes out. And the first thing I wrote is, I'm skipping this, and unfortunately, I didn't. Uh, Hogan comes out. He calls out his new personal intern. It's a Monica Lewinsky lookalike. Pulls a cigar out of her tits and gives it to Hogan. And Hogan actually stammers on his words after she does it. It's fucking hilarious. It's like he's never seen a pair of tits before. Um, Calls Bischoff to the ring. Then Scott Hall comes to the ring. Hall asks Bischoff, NWO for life. Where's your head at? And Bischoff sends Hall to the back and goes, we can take care of business later on. But uh, Scott Hall takes out Bischoff, and then Hogan attacks Hall. Nash makes the save, and he faces off with Hall and says, well, I'll see you at World War III. So there you go. So is Hall out of the NWO? Yada, yada. We'll find out. Next. You know, it's bad when a show's so bad that when you're presented with something so great, you're like, how are they going to fuck this up? Because you get Bret Hart versus Chris Benoit. And I type the same thing that I always type when I look at a marquee name on a matchup. Some matches you just watch. Until a chair comes out and it's a DQ. Because it's the hitman. Mm-hmm. It's you all know. Bret was doing Malenko back then, makes man. the save, but Hart comes back holding both of the horsemen out. Uh, DDP makes the save. Cuts a promo on Bret Hogan and Savage for some reason, who hasn't been here in like a year. Uh, and he says, you know what? Before Dylan was fired, I got a contract for World War III against Bret Hart. So there you go. Main event, Bam Bam, Bigelow versus Goldberg. By the time Goldberg comes out of his locker room, there's two minutes left in the show. They fight near the ramp. It's a fucking breakup. Uh, I noticed the same thing on mine. I go, yeah, which well, is this kind isn't going to last yep. long. So how do we not talk about this enough? This is fucking why. Yeah, it was broken up by officials as they fight near the top of the ramp. We're really out of time, folks. This fight continues. But you're not going to see it. That's way to keep your people watching all the way to the very end and trying to distract them from watching Raw, and then they do, and then you're like, but we're not going to give it to you. Psych. <laughs> psych, psych, psych. Uh, well, yeah, and that's their go-home show for yeah, World War Three. Didn't accomplish anything. And as we just had on Dynamite, we had a go-home show in full gear again is this coming weekend. I can't say ahead of time by looking at the card that this may be one of the best AEW pay-per-views of all time. I could probably safely say it won't be, but you never know. You never know, especially if they do pull the ultimate swerve. But, And I don't mean Strickland. <laughs> 
But let's talk about some AEW pay-per-views in our top topic. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... Ranking order and final decisions are a completely bias-based order, based off The Professor and ODM made it. And as always, they like to let you know they have not worked in the business, but have been lifelong invested fans much like you, our listeners. With not only their opinions involved, but with countless amount of hours of research done each week, they make sure to provide proper facts and history to back it up. However, they do know that your opinion may vary from theirs. If there is anything you want to chat about, bring to their attention. If there is something they missed or forgot, or you just want to let them know they are out of their freaking minds, feel free to shoot them a message on Facebook or Twitter, or email them at the top of wrestling at gmail.com. As always, they do appreciate all feedback and continued support. At the end of the day, they want to make sure that you do see the best of the best before you die. And now, this week's top topic. Shit, I didn't update the document. Um, this there's an addendum. This is the top forty. I will murder uh, your entire new family. New shows. I'll spare the dogs, but I'm killing everybody else. <laughs> Start with my dickhead. Brother. All right, we are talking the top AEW pay per views of all time. Uh, look at. I, of course, we always do our honorable mentions. I'm being pretty quick with this topic because, you know, it's there. A lot of them are pretty self-explanatory, and that we've already talked about at nauseum. But my two honorable mentions. One, I'm not really sure you want to call it, it a uh, AEW pay-per-view, but I'm going to put it in because it's as close enough as it can be. All in 2018, which was the one in Chicago, the one that started it all. We had Kenny Omega versus Penta, Cody versus Nick Aldis. Uh, and then the Young Bucks in a, I think like a three, six man match that went way too long at the end of the night. But we also, for our honorable mention, their last one is Double or Nothing 2021. This one was our first post pandemic show. We've talked about it. As much as we are not fans of Hangman Adam Page, when he came out, the crowd lost their mind when he was having his yeah. match with Brian Cage. Uh, it was it was a pretty big show. We also had Stadium Stampede two in that one, uh, which wasn't too bad. That was the Jericho. No, not appreciation. It was the uh, what was his first group? Why am I losing my goddamn mind on this? Wow, one? yeah, that's a good question. It's been that long. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Inner Circle, Inner Circle versus. I say we were lucky uh, enough to forget group, the Pinnacle. Yeah, and then it also had a triple threat match for the world title with Kenny Omega taking on Pac and Orange Cassidy, which had some moments where it was kind of entertaining. You're like, oh my God, they may actually pull the trigger on one of these. Man, that, by the way, Pac, yeah. failed project. Remember how excited we were eight, from the eight, first press eight, conference? You could have done, oh my God. Well, especially when he beat Omega at uh, All Out or Double or Nothing, whatever the first match that they hit, All Out, because it was supposed right. to be Moxley, and he 
yeah. made him pass out. So, all right, let's get into the real top 10. Revolution 2020. We didn't know what we uh, were about to have going on because a couple weeks later was the beginning of the pandemic. And shit, that would have been perfect for you because you would have been able to go to the show that Brody Lee and Matt Hardy debuted at. But with Revolution 2020, that was when Moxley capped off his feud with uh, Chris Jericho having the eye catch and all that and wins the world title. Um, We also had... Orange Cassidy versus Pack, which I, ended up being a lot a better solid than match, man. anticipated. My favorite still is Pack going to do his move off top rope, and he just keeps rolling one way to the other on other side of the ring, and then rolling. It was I was like, oh, I don't want to be laughing at this guy, but it's really fucking good. Uh, and this was the night that we had, which a lot of people consider one of the best tag team matches in AEW history: the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Hangnail Adam Page, which you know that's when they win and the it's, World uh, Tag Team Championship. It, I you know, that's when they win it. It's not when they when Hangman teased the turn that they never did. Correct. Coming in at number nine. Nope. Oh, oh, my bad. Coming in at number, yes, nine. I was right on that. Yeah, okay. Oh. Number nine, Forbidden Door 1. So that would be in 2022. And this was the night that we got, the main event was Moxley versus Tanahashi. Not exactly uh, one of the you know greatest matches of all time, but it was still pretty decent. But we also got that three-way match for all three tag titles with Rapongi Vice versus United Empire versus FTR. Uh, fantastic match. And I goddamn got to say it again, another Orange Cassidy match that was really, really good. Him versus Will Ospreay. Yeah. Again, we were like, oh, my God, that match actually stole the show somehow. And we also got the debut of Claudio Castagnoli versus Zack Sabre Jr. Because he took the place of Brian Danielson. Which I still love. I don't know if we've ever really talked about. I love that Claudio, as soon as he's on the way to the ring, he walks over and stands next to the cameraman real quick. Because there were rumors that... Claudio's the cameraman. It's Cesaro, which was like a weird thing people were uh, like assuming because it was just a jacked up fucking cameraman. <laughs> uh, number eight, all out 2022. I was there for most of it. Not there. Conscious. Watching. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you're wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. No, nah, but that was, we've talked about that one. That's one of the nights we do talk about at nauseum, but that was the infamous brawl out, but we also had with Moxley versus Punk with MJF showing up at the end, but also, uh, I believe it was Stokely. I was going to say Prince Nana. Stokely Hathaway taking the, uh, the contract and getting that over to what would be MJF at the end of the night. And also on that show, we had... The match that they should have pulled the right trigger, Acclaim yeah. versus Swerve in our glory. Swirly. Number seven, Full Gear 2021. On this night, we had Danielson versus Miro. Punk versus Kingston, which mm-hmm. was just a fight. And this is the night that Hangman Adam Page wins the world championship from Kenny Omega. Which kind of did, you know... End off a big storyline of their friendship, all that crap, yada, 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 however how everybody wants to spin it, I guess. Coming in at number six, Double or Nothing 2023. 
You know what one didn't make it was Double or Nothing 2022, where we just kept sending James. the Rick James <laughs> laughing photo back and forth because it was such it a was terrible that fucking show and seven hours long. And it's funny, Punk won that the title that night, and I'm still like, nah, no. there's no way that one can make it. But this past Double or Nothing 2023 was uh, Jericho and Cole in the unsanctioned match. They did have Anarchy in the arena number two, but this one also had the four-pillar four-way match. Uh, with MJF's title on the line. Jade Cargill's last match, actually, as yeah. well, as Chris Statlander made a shocking return to take the title after she had already defended the title. Revolution... By the way, this is where I'm saying to you when I was like, we keep being like, well, fuck, AEW's really been dog shit lately and blah, 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 but when you start listening to the pay-per-views in order, it's like, well, uh, yeah. maybe their TV yeah. sucks. <laughs> Number five, it is Revolution 2023, which was just this past February. That's the night where we had Moxley and Paige in the Texas death match. It actually ended up being way better than I ever anticipated it to be. I didn't want to like it, and I did. Uh, House of Black defeated the Elite for the Trios Championship, so that was a huge upset. And then we had the one-hour Iron Man match, or plus, one-hour plus, with Danielson and MJF. Number four. Personal favorite of mine. Revolution 2022. Why? <laughs> I was there. I remember that. <laughs> this yep. was a dog collar match. This was Adam versus Adam, which was fantastic. Just being a part of that. Like, let's go Adam chance. We're still, I don't know why to me it was the funniest fucking thing. Uh, but we also had Moxley and Danielson, a, a win this inflatable circle yeah. uh, floaty in the ladder match. It was, it was a good, good night. And actually a trios tag team match with uh, Red Dragon, Bucks, and who were then your tag team champions, uh, Jungle, Jungle Jurassic Saurus. Park or whatever the fuck they were. Yeah. Jungle Saurus. Coming in at number three. Forbidden Door, number two. Which was this just this past June. I mean, come on. Okada, Danielson, they tore it up. Uh, not only that, Osprey yes. and Omega 2. Just, mm -hmm. I mean, just fantastic. The Also, the other thing I just found out about this. That was the night that Kojima took on CM Punk. As a part of the Owen and Hart Foundation Punk was heel. Uh, tournament. He was heel, which was fantastic. Because the crowd was hating on him. Now, what was great about this whole thing is I just found out while watching one of Simon Miller's things. Why? Let me tell you why. He said that in IWA Mid-South, Tracy Smothers had... A time where he did the Golden Vampire. And Punk, that's what he was doing, was the Golden Vampire. It was a nod to that, not to Edge. Uh, For everybody that was like, oh, it's Los Conquistadors, okay. it's Edge, blah, blah, blah. It's a nod to that instead. And also, Tracy Smothers was feuding with Kojima around that time, but one of the things that he did as a callback is... Tracy Smothers, I guess, would do like the uh, a clothesline and kept saying, Kojima, 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 
Punk did that in the corner, hitting him with lariats, left and like not left and right, just right and right and right, but kept saying Kojima, Kojima. Little minor throwbacks. That's what I like about. Punk. Is it really that shocking that the the difference in the products between him being there and him not being there? Even a, even even just a few uh, 100%, of yes. him being on a show away from all the other idiots. You remember, like for four weeks when we had an mm-hmm. actual wrestling show. I was like, I can't believe how much I'm excited to watch wrestling on a Saturday night all of a sudden. I was like, you're not going to get viewers. I'm like, it's gone. Uh, baby, we can't do anything. Yeah. Collision's coming out. <laughs> Saturday. <that. laughs> oh, boy. Number two. Oh, my God. It's absolutely written wrong. I prom- Oh, no, no, it's not. It's right. Okay. Number two. The show from Wembley, all in 2023. To quote Cinderella. <laughs> Don't know what you got. Pity it's gone. I mean, yeah. Punk and Joe open up. Of course, this is the night that Jungle Boy says, Cry me a river. Uh, but, I mean, we had a, the Young Bucks and FTR tore it up. We knew they were going to, is the, the yeah. final part of their trilogy. And MJF and Adam Cole did end up having a really, really good match there. It was overall a great show. I, Wembley turned out to be what we wanted it to be. But to be honest with you, I don't think any other pay-per-view has ever been better by AEW, and I'm sure you're going to agree, than All Out 2021. That was, I mean, aside from it being Punk's first match aside back from us, the yeah, punch, Aside from dancing. us watching it together, popping <laughs> all the way along. Right. Uh, and here's the thing. We said how many uh, surprises tonight. And we were doing over-unders, man. And we got Ruby Soho, Minoru Suzuki, Danielson, Adam Cole. Yeah, two I mean, in, was We got two in two minutes at the end night. of a match. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And it, it's funny because we Moxley had a match against, I think it was actually... Yeah, it may have been actually uh, Kojima, if I'm not mistaken. But And then... Suzuki comes out and they end up just brawling. It wasn't a match, but they just brawled with each other. We had all this extra shit happening. Big Show had his one and only match at night. Uh, Christian and Kenny Omega closed the show. Darby Punk was, was absolutely fantastic. This was the steel cage match between the that Bucks was a great and match Lucha too, And I hate to give credit to the Young Bucks. That match was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And we even had, uh, a, I believe, a Miro match, if I'm not mistaken. He was in there. Um, oh, yeah, because I think he was the TNT hmm. champion at the time. It was Miro versus uh, Eddie Kingston. And you were like, there's absolutely no goddamn way that Miro's losing this title right now to Eddie Kingston. I was like, oh, I really wanted to win. Uh, and they followed up that pay-per-view with Full Gear. The one where, again, Punk and, mm-hmm. and Eddie Kingston tore it up. Just that year... They were solid, man. 2021 was really, really good. But it's funny to say, you know, pay-per-view-wise, 2023, as you've taken a look, we've got in our top 10, one, two, three, four 2023 pay-per-views. I think it's only been like six. <laughs> but it's your TV yep, show. 100%. Really sucks. But you can't knock a pay-per-view. But we look at the pay-per-view for this weekend, and I'm like, that looks too long to watch. I don't feel, I, I have nothing invested into seeing it. I'll catch a replay. I'm not purchasing it in Pretty any much. way possible. 
but as I said, man, all out 2021, you will not get any better of a AEW pay-per-view than that night. It was just, I mean, you couldn't even calm down because each next thing you're like, all right, cool. It's over. Wait, Jericho and, and MJF. Oh man. And that's where, if you remember MJF trolled the crowd doing the Jericho countdown, we're like, Oh, old school bam comes out to, yeah. uh, as a, uh, the what is that that lion oh yeah it was uh from uh robin hood the animated version the disney one from like the 80s yeah there it is yep such a good pay-per-view man i may have to go back and watch that it's been a minute it was a it was a good night and again the whole ending with uh adam cole first time we hear who's ready for story time we popped so hard the microphone unplugged that was the end because you decided to put me in a fucking reverse yeah. headlock and choke me the fuck out because you were so excited. You're like, it's Danielson! <laughs> Take that, professor! <laughs> a year later, I was going to say, like, well, at least you were conscious asleep, for that one. You can't beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you really unplug something? or was you just, okay. That's a callback, folks. Everything for half a second, the entire mic just went flying off. Okay, we're good. I should probably wrap this shit up before I <laughs> blow it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're the Top Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening to this long and lengthy show. Next week, we're back with, well, you know, last week or last week we had the uh, ODM's Top 20 TV shows. Next week, you get to hear mine. Full House, Safe by the Bell, uh, Dynasty, Duck Dynasty. All right. We'll be back. We're going to have some wrestling, and we'll have some full gear results. Maybe something good will happen. Maybe the mask man will finally be revealed. But I'm the professor. I bid you a farewell. He is ODM. He leaves you with five words that can just settle in your brain for the rest of this week. Hey, baby, have some mist. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Ew. The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by The Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are the Professor Mark Fantasia and ODM, the Doc Joe Rizzo. Feel free to reach out to the show by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com on their Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. You can listen to the show on most popular platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Without your continued support, it would be just some guys talking wrestling pretty much what it is anyway. Good night, folks. I'm used to your storytelling, so I'm expecting 20. (laughs) Oh, what are you doing here? I told you to go fuck your mother. (laughs) Ping, pang, pow. Wish I was big just once. Yo, you know what's funny is that for three weeks straight, I had this in my head, and I've been waiting to tell you this. We had something to do with mothers. You had the week where, hello, mom. I'm not going to make it to supper. <laughs> the next week, you did Mommy Ishii, Ishii and Weezy. Mommy 
Yep. And then the next week was for the she's mothers. a good mom. Oh, she's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we had a really good theme going there. I didn't yeah. even realize it. <laughs> the mom hat trick. <laughs> Seven minutes past the time. That, not Dude, horrible. That was. I think that was like twenty-five minutes. <laughs> but I looked nah, up. It was. It was like we were at fifty-two at minutes. We're at an hour seventeen now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the whole Micromania show was that long. <laughs> God, that that's pretty good. I like that. I uh, I forgot there was a lot of good stuff, no, it's man. Fine, man. It was, I knew it was gonna happen. Oh, I knew it was gonna happen. Jesus. <laughs>